Hey there. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for stopping by for Steve's Wrestling Ramble. Tonight's big episode, I'll be talking everything WrestleMania 32 predictions, even a little bit of NXT Dallas as well. And I'll probably be starting off here with a, a recap of Monday Night Raw, so a lot of, uh, a lot of things to get uh, get going. I just wanted to share that intro of that song being my favorite WrestleMania theme song, <clears throat> excuse me, of all time, uh, big time by Peter Gabriel. I believe it was WrestleMania 22 that song was used for the theme of that entire WrestleMania that year. <clears throat> now first, uh, I see we have uh, one of our guests here, a House of Reactions, and uh, if I can get stuff situated. Before I uh, welcome them, I want to share uh, a video from their channel. You can check them out youtube.com slash house of reactions. And this is Shame at Man returns to WWE. Oh. Uh, I've been waiting on this for a while. Yeah. Uh, like we just saw the um, the exclusive Fallout thing that was like 42 yeah. seconds. Yeah. Like when he was going to the back. So I didn't, I didn't. We didn't get to see like what he said. Like when yeah. he came out there. So yeah. I guess we get to see it now. So. That's nope. cool. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's been way too long. Check them out, youtube.com slash house of reactions. Uh, welcome, guys. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? We're doing. We're doing. I'm good. I'm hey, Felicia, as well. Um, <clears throat> and I also have my guest co-host, uh, 
This evening, Felicia Rose. Welcome yourself again. Hi, how you doing? Good, how are you doing this evening? I'm drunk, how are you? I'd say the craziness to build up to this WrestleMania got a lot of people drunk because it's not going the way that people wanted to. That's, that's for sure, especially for most of, uh, of these matches on the card. But first I want to t talk about uh, Monday Night Raw, just general thoughts and themes of Felicia. What do you, what do you think of the go-home show of Raw? Was it up to your expectation or, or so um, I was there last night. It was actually pretty fun. I don't know. I guess I feel like when I'm there, I enjoy it a little bit more than watching it from home. Obviously, you take in like everything and the energy around you. But I did think that it was actually a pretty good build-up. I was, I don't know, I was more impressed than I thought I would be. So I definitely liked the Shane Undertaker moment. It was pretty sick. I had a good time watching that. Well, that was definitely a great way to start off the show. You know, it's I, in the Marks group, uh, youtube.com slash group slash pro wrestling Marks. I even uh, mentioned there in that thread that, you know, they're going to start off hot with this Shane Undertaker thing, but will they be able to carry that momentum throughout the whole entire show? You know, because, you know, sometimes they do that. They have something like last week, I believe. They had Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles. I blew the roof off, and then the rest of Raw was so-so or even subpar. You know, so, and the same thing I think happened this week. I'm sure you can attest to it there, even how the crowd was there live um, after, you know, the Shane and Undertaker altercation and then everything else that happened beyond there. I'm sure the, the crowd kind of, or at least it seemed like on television, where it was, was dead, it could care less for most of the other stuff beyond um, the Shane Undertaker thing. Would that be accurate? It was pretty lackluster. People were definitely getting bored, and people were leaving. Um, yeah, I was pretty disappointed with the divas that came out. It's kind of weird. I didn't. I don't think Emma's ready. And it, never mind. I don't even want to get into this right now. <laughs> I was pretty disappointed. How were your? How, what did you think about the the divas and uh, the people that came out last night? Yeah, I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They build up, they build up, you know, who's to be this mystery person, yada, yada, and it's Eva Marie. I mean, it should have been expected with the whole Total Divas. I, you know, again, talking about the Marks group, I kind of thought maybe Eva. I was thinking also Mandy. I thought Mandy could have been the choice because of her being new and being the new star of the show, like the new Eva Marie on Total Divas, for those that don't watch Total Divas or could care less. Um, <laughs> I, was, uh, I was going more for Mandy than Eva Marie, but it was Eva Marie to everybody's chagrin is... You know, now you get all those memes about it, but it is what it is. And, you know, when we get to WrestleMania predictions and we get to that match, I kind of explained why I think maybe it was good that they put Eva in this match or what their plan is for Eva Marie at WrestleMania uh, in this uh, uh, big mess of a women's match. Their team, what is it, Bad and Blonde against Team Total Divas um, for, uh, for WrestleMania. But I, th I thought it was... I mean, it was what it was. You should have should have expected it, you know. So I, you know, take it with a grain of salt. I don't really. I'm not as up in arms as other people because I kind of saw it coming, as much as I didn't want it to happen. I think if you, yeah, you're right about the total divas point, though. If you watched that, which I've, I actually watched like two episodes recently, and so I wasn't as surprised. But 
I feel like if you don't watch that, it was pretty shocking. Most people were like, what is going on right now? So. Yeah, that's, that's another thing. That's probably why that why they have even Marine this match and why they're having this match in general is to, you know, get over the show, get it over, and get, try to get new people to watch it, try to get the female audience that does watch Total Divas and doesn't watch pro wrestling, try to get them to, to watch professional wrestling. And again, if that's the first Raw that they're going to want, the go-home show of WrestleMania, if that was the first Raw of women that watch Total Divas, that was not putting a best foot forward for WWE in the product, especially in the women's division. I mean, they're, they're trying Baby Steps, Divas Revolution, all that other stuff. But we do a little bit more, and uh, we'll get their act together. We can agree to disagree on that. That's totally fine. No, that's... Why? What are, you, what are your thoughts on, on that? What are your thoughts on, this, on the whole Diva Revolution stuff? I don't really want to talk about my thoughts on it, to be honest with you. Uh, I'd like to be positive today. Positive... <laughs> Yeah, power of positivity. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Uh, House what are your uh, thoughts on uh, on Raw overall? And uh, as we were just discussing the deepest segment. Uh to to me, I'm not really sure the diva segment. Uh, it's it's really hard trying to find interest into what they're doing with that. I mean, like, the whole Divas title, I'm really interested in that, yeah. but when it comes to, like, the rest of them, it yeah. almost seems like it's kind of thrown there, you know? I thought it was pointless, like, It's, uh, but other than that, I mean, uh, Shane McMahon and The Undertaker, uh, I like what they did there. It actually, the way they kind of made Shane actually look like he's a legitimate threat to the yeah. Undertaker and everything like that. Um, the way they've built up other things, like um, Roman and Triple H, I'll say, was okay. It yeah, was okay. It was all right. I mean, I I heard the crowd was just, like, just destroying him, like, uh, last oh, night. Oh, yeah, we can ask her Is if that you true? Know. Yeah. The crowd was actually really extra rude last night. I mean, Brooklyn crowds are kind of known for just being a little rambunctious, but it was definitely extra rude. Like, the wave that went on for way too long and, like, things like that. It was just, like, super disruptive of the wrestling. And, like, I'm a fan that doesn't mind disrupting things a little bit, but that really shouldn't actually get to the ring. Like, it shouldn't disrupt things in the ring, I feel like, you know. Not in that kind of, like, major sense. And, yeah, Roman was getting completely trashed, like, even worse than Eva Marie, which was surprising, though. Yeah, I heard um, the whole thing. Roman did the dive over the top rope, and everybody's saying, you still suck and everything. Okay. Yeah, they were actually chanting some really, really messed up things at some points where I was just like, this is... I, I don't feel like I'm at a WWE event at all right now. It's pretty ridiculous, but... Whatever. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, like, we actually are supposed to um, go view Raw Live in, a, um, in like, a month or two. So mm -hmm. I'm kind of – I haven't been since 2009. So I'm kind of curious how the experience is going to be. So Yeah. Are you both going? Yes. yes. This will be my first time. I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. It's so exciting. It's, like, electric once you get there. Even if it's a match you don't even care about. You're just like, yeah, uh -huh. I care. <laughs> I can't wait. Are but, you guys going to bring dirty signs? 
I've been thinking about a few signs. I don't I don't know what I'm gonna bring yet. I understand. Last night I brought Ooh AJ I like it raw and Sammy. <laughs> Sammy. So <laughs> the Sammy one was really little, so I made it like last minute, but the Ooh AJ I like it raw was pretty fun. <laughs> That's funny. Oh yeah. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. Feel free to use it. Yes. <laughs> I condone that, anybody. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to think. Um, well, there's Chris Jericho and AJ Styles. I think they it would really help them to add a stipulation onto that, since it'd be like, like, because we've seen it three times, yeah, and then we're about to go to the fourth. I just feel like they need like just a little something extra to add onto it, like a cherry on top of the <laughs> ice cream. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a little stale, I think. So I think that you're probably right. I think something might happen that we're not expecting because there has been so much. You know, everybody, even last night, was just like, "This is boring. We're sick of this." Yeah. Weird. But um, yeah, overall, that's pretty much our view of Raw. We thought it was. I thought it was a decent build-up, yeah. but. I don't know. WrestleMania could surprise us like it has in the past few years. Like not too good build-ups, but uh, they've actually been pretty good. Uh. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You know, a lot of people poo-pooing WrestleMania 32 already. Then again, they did the same thing last year, and in the end, everybody was cheer was praising it, and not just for the Seth Rollins cash for the show in general. So what I tell those people, those minorities or whatever that that think that way and already gonna give it an F grade. You know, wait until we get to the show, watch the show, then judge the show upon what actually happened and what was booked. Yeah. And then, then you know, understand. As I always say on here, you know, I respect everybody's opinion, but in that situation, you know, you just have to, you just not be impatient, be open-minded, and just, like I said, wait. And that's the main thing, just wait. Wait until we get there, wait until the show's over, then if you want to crush it, then you can crush it then, and, and that's understandable at that point. But beforehand, you know, you never know. You know, it's WWE, anything can happen. You know, these swerves, um, appearances, uh, returns, and all this other stuff that could happen at WrestleMania that, that we just don't know happening. Maybe that's why they built it up this way, to, to give us all this all this crap and all this shit for these weeks, and then get us to the WrestleMania and blow our fucking minds at that point. You never know. So, <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, um because I don't know. It's it, it's a, it's just a weird feeling because I'm getting the feeling that uh we really can't be too quick to judge it because knowing that they're trying to get a hundred thousand people and sell it out, I I know they they have to have some big surprises up their sleeves, so yeah. what do you guys think they're gonna do with the rock? Oh man! Like after all the promos I've seen, I feel like, in it, like at this point, he should be hosting it. Mm. Yeah, but, that's like one. That's like I think what a lot of people are guessing, but yeah. What do you think? I don't know. I think he might. I don't know. I think he might get involved in one of the matches. I hope so. Yeah, I see the Rock being in a. In a segment, in a backstage segment, maybe the Roman Reigns at first, um, and then maybe get involved in the title match when we get to that point. Then again, that brings up another subject. You know, what should actually 
main event this WrestleMania. Now it is going to be Triple H or Roman Reigns, but you know, the last couple of weeks here on my show I've been saying that it should be Shane McMahon of The Undertaker with everything that's on the line. And that was added last week by Vince McMahon of The Undertaker's WrestleMania career. Uh, I thought maybe that one should definitely be the main event because if you have Triple H and Roman Reigns and they're just going to stick to their guns and really give an FU to the fans in a way and just say, okay, we're just going to push Roman Reigns and you're just going to have to deal with it sort of thing, you know, then they're, then they're going to be finishing their, their WrestleMania with a bunch of booze. Just as much as they got booze in Brooklyn, New York that Felicia's heard and <laughs> firsthand, you know, have the same thing only, you know, multiplied even more at WrestleMania. They want to have it and have that. That's why I think and feel that something big is going to happen in that match. Beyond just The Rock getting involved, something else is going to happen uh, to end that WrestleMania so they can try to try to at least, doesn't mean it's going to happen, but try to at least get get the fans outside of Roman Reigns because no matter what happens, in my opinion, I still think Roman Reigns is going to be the victor and going to be the new WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah. But the way WWE does it, I think I think we're in for a big surprise. I don't know what it is. Obviously, I can assume and speculate, and I will when we get to that match and the predictions. But whatever that is, they're, they're going to they're gonna try their damnest damage to to get the defense on, on Roman Reigns' side. Whether it'll work or not, we'll see. But I just feel something, something's brewing. Am I not allowed to speculate yet on that? Sure, if you if you wish, might as well. I feel like there's a possibility that The Rock is going to be used like earlier, but just for something like maybe hosting of some sort or presenting of some sort. But then later he's going to show up and, I don't know, maybe, like, make Roman a heel against Triple H, and then Roman's going to win, and it's going to be this big shit show because The Rock is going to help him win. That's my prediction. <laughs> I might just be really drunk, and that just came into my head, but that's what, after you were just talking about that, that's, like, exactly what I thought. Uh, two, two things that I've been thinking about on that subject, I can... I kind of feel like they could possibly have, like, definitely, like, multiple run-ins. Sean to help Triple H. Uh, maybe Austin to go against Authority. Rock to help Roman and everything. Mm -hmm. But then I was also thinking, I'm not sure. I really doubt they're going to go this route. But if they went the Roman heel turn, like, could they do it to where Rock came in, like, helped Roman, and then Roman turned on Rock after winning the title, like, saying, I did it on my own. Like, I didn't. Like I don't need your help or anything like that. I don't yeah. know. Into the storyline, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you think too? Um, I feel like it's gonna be somebody running in trying to get into it. I just don't know who. I don't know. A lot of people I've been hearing saying they think The Rock's gonna like interfere and do something, but I'm not sure. And I see something maybe of a. Uh... Of an Austin McMahon, I think it was WrestleMania 18, 17 or 18, um, there when Austin turned heel and joined forces with McMahon, there maybe we have a Roman Reigns joining forces with the current authority, Triple H, there. Um, but, do I actually, but, if, but in that kind of thinking, I don't see that actually happening at WrestleMania. So if, so if a heel turn for Roman Reigns is going to happen, 
I think it's going to be the night after. I think it's going to be one of the, a promo to open up with Roman Reigns, the new champion, Triple H coming out there, um, and then you know revealing that he, that they've been on the same sides or something like that, something to that extent. You know, to turn Roman heel in a way, or Roman doing a skating promo against uh, against the fans like The Rock did back in the day when he was being booed as a face, and he became The Rock that we all know and love now. At that point, so so maybe we have a situation like that where the heel turn doesn't actually happen at WrestleMania. Maybe at WrestleMania it is just cut and dry, and, the, and Roman Reigns wins clean one two three, and everybody's like, "What the fuck?" You know, there's supposed to something be happening, but they're saving it all for Raw. Just like maybe they're gonna save everything for Raw returns, debuts of anybody for Raw, and not at WrestleMania. So that's kind of what I see as the big thing happening for that match. But then again, I don't see it happening at the actual WrestleMania event at all. I mean, it could, but I, I just think and, and feel, you know, with anything, especially with WrestleMania, the Raw to WrestleMania is always so huge. That I think they're going to say something like that being a big thing for that to then happen at the Raw afterwards the next night. What are your thoughts on on that? Either, either of you guys, um, do you think if something big is going to happen, it's going to have to be at WrestleMania or... Or to wait for the next night on Raw. I don't know. I feel like so many people are talking so much crap about how WrestleMania this year is just lackluster. And I I agree with you. Just like shut up and let it happen for how it's going to happen. But I think that because of that, they have to do something to kind of spike people's interest again. You know, and kind of shove it in their face and say like, you were wrong. We did something crazy and big, and if you didn't get a ticket to this show, then you missed out. You know, I think that right now they're kind of worried about sales and views and stuff, so I don't know. I think that something crazy is going to ha- I think you would be right in any other case or any other year, but this year I just feel like they're getting dogged on pretty hard, so I think it might be a little bit more spectacular than you're saying it will. That's all. Uh yeah, it's um I don't really know if they will uh use or uh save it for raw. I mean it's just the fact that like um what was it last year? Uh, I knew I didn't know what was gonna happen if Roman had beat Brock lat like uh, last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how the crowd would have responded because they were so hostile or it seemed that way. Uh but I'm I'm not really sure because I know Maybe the Sith uh, cash in was uh, just to get the crowd just to leave home like something they wanted. Just because I know they didn't want Roman. When then it comes to this year, and I don't know because if you want the fans to be happy with the main event, because a lot of people are saying Undertaker and Shane should be the main event. Yeah. So if I guess if you want the people to be happy with this, you're probably going to need to send them home happy with something. So I'm I'm hoping that they pull something good out. They could have something, you know, if they're going to not have the Shane Undertaker match being the main event, you know, you could have a Shane McMahon winning on however he does win and beat the Undertaker and pull a twist uh, for the for the final match. Maybe The Rock becomes a uh, guest referee or whatever stuff they want to do to change it up. Um, that could be another twist, I guess. Not really a, not a huge twist, but something different. You know, if you do have that match first, you know, Shane wins, he's then in authority, really, I would say, assume right away. You know, they can make that work in the storyline, and then Shane McMahon fucking with Triple H in the main event. You probably would have that Divas match in between there, 
So you have maybe then also then a segment uh, with Shane and Triple H or Shane and Vince um, after the Divas uh, match there, and then you know you go into the main event and whatever the new stipulation or new thing is, you go from there. I think that could be a a different idea. I mean, do I see it happening? Probably not, but it's just a, another idea to throw out there. I'm sorry, were you talking about NXT? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Right. Speaking of NXT, there is a big NXT show, one that most people are saying going to be, is going to be better than WrestleMania, at least on paper it looks that way. We'll have to see it. <laughs> When it actually happens, if it, it definitely does uh, blow WrestleMania out of the water when the, when the weekend is done. So I guess we can go into NXT Dallas. Um, I guess first, as always, overall thoughts going into NXT Dallas. Um, what you're expecting, Felicia? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think it's going to throw us for a loop. I keep thinking that Finn is going to maybe keep his title and then maybe lose it at Brooklyn TakeOver, but now I'm thinking Joe might get it and then Finn will lose it at TakeOver. And then the Sammy and Nakamura thing, I have no idea, and that's so exciting. I'm really excited about that match. Regardless, I don't even care who wins that match. I'm just excited to see it, to be honest with you. Um... There's other matches, I guess, to talk about, too. What do you guys think about NXT this year? Uh, with me, just seeing um, Sami Zayn and Nakamura is going to be pretty yeah. entertaining to me. I love uh, Sami Zayn. Let me see. Uh, the Finn and Samoa Joe, this is a match that I'm really not familiar with, so I, it's going to be a new experience for me. And I'm and knowing like I like both of them in the ring, mm -hmm. so I think it's going to be really good. The only thing with NXT right now is the fact that I haven't watched it on a regular basis in a good minute, so I'm sitting here like trying to like catch up on it and things like that, yeah. so I can be up to date. So. I'm just trying to, you know, storyline-wise, I know I don't need it because it's just the fact that the wrestling is going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. But still, I, I just like to have that little bit of background. So I'm going to be checking that out. <laughs> and then I'm going to see what happens on Friday. Okay. Let's get right straight into predictions. Then we'll go start with uh, Sami Zayn versus Chinakamura. Um, who do you think is going to win and, uh, and why? Felicia? I don't know. I have no idea, honestly. I mean, Sammy's already in the main roster, so I don't know what they're going to do with him anymore. So maybe this is a, a nice goodbye. I'm not sure, to be honest with you. Or maybe he's going to win, and then they're going to battle it out for a little while longer while he kind of pogoes back and forth. But I honestly, that's the match that I have no clue. I usually am like, no, nah, this is definitely going to happen. But this one, I'm just, I'm kind of... I don't know. I was surprised and at a loss and excited. So that's really all I can say is that I'm happy that it's happening. So Yeah, uh, like you uh, just said a second ago, I, I, I most likely I can see Nakamura going over Zane. Yeah. Because, like you said, Zane is pretty much, for the most part, he's on the main roster competing in the ladder match at WrestleMania. So, And then plus Nakamura is just getting there, so he's 
he's probably going to have more time down in NXT to get going and everything like that. So I think it would be good for him to get that first win mm-hmm. and just pretty much let the momentum build from there on. Because Sami Zayn is he, he's there. He's, he's on the main roster, so yeah. he can go ahead and, like, get his send-off, and I think everything's going to go well. He can also sit on my face anytime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, like, oh, sorry. Go on. <laughs> I was just thinking, because I don't know much about NXT. Do they ever have where there's people that's, like, always going back and forth? I mean, because I don't like y'all saying I don't see why. Or not really why, but... You know, them letting him win it and, you know, he's already on the main roster. I don't know. Did they ever do that? I mean, what do you mean by, like, back and forth? No, I mean, like, you know, he's on NXT and then he's on... Oh, That's what I'm saying. Did they ever do that like that? I mean, I know you guys probably have noticed, like, I mean, they'll have, like, it, it's kind of like a rare appearance if they do that. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that NXT kind of likes to keep it separate? And then like once they're going to the main roster, it's usually like, okay, we're going to like leave you from NXT and everything. But I remember like we've seen where Cesaro's come down to have a match with Sammy or so. We've seen where um, Owens is actually uh, came from the main rosters, mm-hmm. but he still had the NXT title to wrestle Finn, you know, at the takeovers. So. I feel like, especially when they're first starting out on the main roster, there's probably this period where, you know, Vince or whoever wants to make sure that they're, you know, getting a good pop and that they're getting, um, that they're going to actually last there. So I feel like there's probably this trial period where they're kind of tiptoeing between both or whatever. Yeah. Um, until they're officially on the main roster completely. And then I think they like to make, like, you know, appearances once in a while just to keep up some of the storylines, you know, like Kevin Owens has always been wrestling against Sami Zayn, for example, and then, like, they have, like, the Finn Balor thing, and I just think that they keep it, I, which is cool, I think they keep NXT fresh that way, where they make these appearances that you're not expecting, uh, you know, kind of backwards, but I think especially at the very beginning of their main roster appearances, it's kind of, I don't know if it's in a contract or whatever, but it seems like it's very specific how they make sure that they're still appearing on as many forms as, you know, and in as many platforms as possible um, until their name is big enough, you know, just to keep all of the fans' attention. You know, if you really like Sami Zayn on NXT, then you're going to want to see him more, and if he's on Raw, now you're paying attention to Raw, where maybe you were just an NXT fan before, and I feel like if they keep some of these wrestlers on both at the same time, it helps them um, for viewing and whatnot. Yeah, I agree. Now, the next match, uh, WWE NXT Women's title on the line, uh, Asuka versus Bailey. Uh, what thoughts do you think she's going to win and why, Felicia? Um, I think that it's going to be Bailey. I don't think it's Asuka's time. I think that when um, Bailey does go, I think it's probably going to be like NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. That's my prediction, if I were to make a prediction. But I think that Asuka's ready. Like, she's been ready. She's an amazing wrestler. I just don't think that they're ready to push Bailey just yet onto the main roster. It's I feel like she's just a very different flavor, and I feel like she's doing very well in NXT, and I don't think that it's there's a need for it right now, maybe, just looking at it like business standpoint or whatever. But, yeah, that's my prediction, is that she's going to come out champ and then maybe lose it later in the year. 
Yeah, like, uh, my whole thing with... Because usually um, it, when it seems like somebody loses their title in NXT, it means they're about to take that next step to the main roster. Mm -hmm. So, I mean... The only thing about Bailey losing the title, and if she goes to the main roster the next night, is do they do they have a spot ready for her, or is she going to have to stay back with, you know, just I don't want her to get lost yeah. in the shuffle that usually happens to a lot of them. Like Neville, unfortunately, just got hurt, but then who knows what's going to happen when he comes back? He might just be sitting there. Um. They might push back to NXT. You never know. Yeah. Uh, and plus, I know a lot of people say. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, but I know a lot of people say that. I've heard like wrestlers will be like, uh, "No, I actually enjoy it on NXT more than the main roster because we yeah, get to showcase our talent a little bit more." So maybe Bailey stays down there. Maybe she does retain. So. Mm -hmm. As long as she stays away from my man, I don't care. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I probably get to go with uh, Bailey retaining. I don't see Bailey yet uh, coming to the main roster either. I, I mean, they could, but I think that they're gonna hold that off maybe until SummerSlam or after SummerSlam um, for her to make her her main roster debut and and you know feud and be in the Divas Division. Maybe at that time, uh, Divas Division will be back to being the the women's division will get the women's title belt, and we'll have a true uh, Divas Revolution actually started there. I think that's one of the main things that need to need to change for uh, for the women's division and women in the main roster division to be a lot better. You know, we have the women like Bailey going to be coming up at some point. Like I kind of predicted, SummerSlam, and Asuka. You got Emma kind of already back or floating, being a floater right now in a way, and a little bit of both. So. But specifically, I'm going to say Bailey's going to Bailey's going to retain. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let me uh, welcome Joe, the Joe Cronin Show. How are you doing? Joe? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, better late than never. Nice uh, traffic for no reason tonight. But how are you guys doing? What's going on? Not much, man. Uh, we were just uh, talking about uh, NXT, NXT Dallas, and uh, going through some predictions. What are your overall uh, expectations and thoughts of uh, NXT Dallas? I mean, this could. This is obviously going to be that that mirror to what happened in Brooklyn, you know, with NXT. Um, so I mean, this is this is a show that has the potential to be any fan's favorite over, you know, WrestleMania perhaps. But I think it's going to be very similar to um, what happened last time in, at SummerSlam with, uh, you know, SummerSlam and NXT Takeover Brooklyn. I think, you know. Yeah, I think it's going to do really well. I'm really looking forward to just about every single match on the card. I don't know if you guys have gone through the whole thing, but I mean, obviously the women's title, the tag team championship match is really what I'm looking forward to. I'm thinking that thing is uh, has a potential to steal the show where uh, the women have been so dominant in these main events and Bailey and Asuka obviously are going to do really well, but that tag team match is something that uh, people can't stop talking about. So I'm really looking forward to those two matches above everything and I and I actually forget now I mean Sami Zayn is going to be uh is going to be there as well is he is he going for the title because uh, I don't remember what his deal is there I uh, know Sami Zayn will be uh, facing Shinsuke Nakamura 
That's right, Nakamura. I, oh my God, dude, I'm so, I'm so crazy. So we, I talked about him before. I mean, that is going to be insane. You know what I mean? Like, so, so you right there. There's three matches that people are like fiending for. You know, to see him take on Nakamura, that's going to be nuts. So, so right there, I mean, you have just the potential for a killer uh, pay per view and something that could outdo WrestleMania wrestling wise. So, I mean, I'm pumped for it. I mean. That that match, I totally for some reason I zoned out, dude. Between all my work and all my shows and all the talk about Raw and WrestleMania, I completely forgot about that. How could I? You know what I mean? You, which match are you looking forward to the most, though? Because I'm wondering, I get different answers from everybody. Oh uh, yeah, well for me specifically, um, I'm actually looking forward to the uh, Austin Aries Baron Corbin match. Um, I see. Being my main one, even over the uh, second would be the women's, and then the tag team, but. Number one would be the Baron Corbin and Austin Aries, personally. Felicia? <clears throat> you know my answer. I am. Still Obviously, Fiend and Joe. I'm just interested to see what's going to happen. I want to see... I don't know. I want to see if Finn's going to make it to the main roster sooner than later. I feel like he's going to actually stay in NXT for a while, though. But I am I think I'm most excited about Sami Zayn and Nakamura, for sure. That's going to be so amazing. I can't believe I forgot about it. I mean, like you've got me re re excited about it because of him, because of Zayn coming up on the main roster. You know, he's gonna have to pull double duty. So that's that's kind of a crazy thing. I don't. I mean, that's sort of unprecedented. We talked. I talked about this. Like, I didn't think that he was gonna be involved in Takeover if he came up to the main roster, but now he's getting both. We're gonna get to see him in both. And this probably the, the match of Nakamura is gonna be better than what happens in that ladder match. So, you know. This is just going to be an, a phenomenal show all around. It's, it's, dude. I'm, you've got me pumped up already because I forgot. I don't know how I could. Um, it's amazing to think that Nakamura, you know, AJ Styles, like all these people that were just in New Japan, and now all of a sudden they're here. Like it's, it's, it's. Uh, I mean, we're spoiled in that factor. Yeah, it's nice to to, ha to have them. Uh, House of uh, Reactions, uh, which match are you most looking forward to for in NXT Dallas, if there is one? Uh, me, personally, from everything I've heard, I really want to see uh, Sammy and Nakamura because yeah. I know it's going to be physical. I know it's going to be a really solid match. I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, I would say the same. Okay. Uh, Joe, we went through uh, two matches for predictions if you wanted to. Uh, first we went to uh, women's match Asuka and Bailey, and then uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Sami Zayn uh, quickly to catch up. Uh, what would be your predictions for those two matches? Um, okay, so you've already so you already went over Nakamura and... Uh, okay, so I would think that um, Sami Zayn is going to be on the main roster. I would think that they would have a very, very good match, obviously, and it would end with Nakamura getting going over. Nakamura's got a win. It's his debut. Sami Zayn's kind of passing the torch. You're here in NXT now. I'm going to be on the main roster. Um, so I see um, Nakamura winning. And then Asuka versus Bailey for the women's title? That is a tougher one. That, to, to me, that is a very tough one because you can get Bailey coming up now, but at the same time, I think, she, I think they're going to keep her there a little bit longer. Um, so well, I think that it, it, it really can go either way. This is the toughest pick. I'm going to say that Bailey stays in NXT a little bit longer and that she will retain the title. 
that even saying that, I don't like it because I feel like she could just come up to the roster. I feel like debuting her after WrestleMania is the, maybe the thing to do and give Asuka the title, let her run with that, same way as uh, Zayn puts over Nakamura. So I, I really don't feel good about that pick, but I'm just going to say that Bailey stays there for a little while longer because um, we have potential debuts on Raw coming, whether it's Finn Balor, Enzo and Cass, or Bailey. Those are the three and that I would like to see debuting on Raw the next night, or at least one of those three. Um, so I will say uh, Bailey will retain, although um, I'm not very confident. Uh, and then for uh, for everybody, I guess we'll move on. Uh, Chad Gable and Jason Jordan, uh, NXT Take Team title match. Chad Gable and Jason Jordan versus Dash and Dawson. Uh, who you guys uh, think is going to be winning that first? Uh, Alicia. Jordan and Gable. Dash and I feel like Dash and Dawson are done. I don't feel like anybody's really paying attention to them anymore. I might be wrong. Maybe that's just my bias, but I feel like definitely Jordan Gable. I feel like there's a lot of um, there's a lot of hype for them right now, and I feel like they're also backing it up. They're really a great tag team. I think that they're doing a good job of giving them like a backstory line and you know telling everybody their story about how they you know, start as wrestlers and whatnot, and um, I just think that they're definitely ready for it, and I think that they're going to be the ones that take it, for sure. How's your reactions? Um, me at the moment, uh, like I said before, um, I haven't really, like, been going down and watching NXT weekly. There's only been, like, certain things I've really been keeping up with down there. This one, unfortunately, isn't one of them, but I've been hearing a lot of good things about um, Gable and Jordan. Um, <coughs> let me think. Um, the, what, in uh, Dawson, any part of the, the Revival team? You got it. So what? Yeah, he is. Okay. Because I know I've seen a match from them. Uh, from what I saw, I mean... I was, I was, I was entertained, but they didn't really have like a really big impact on me to make to keep me really interested. But I don't really know if I can quite make that, you know, decision of who I feel would win the match since I haven't really been keeping up with it. So I feel like I'd have to look further into it. Well, I'll tell you. Um... I'll tell you right off the bat, it's it's probably going to be Jordan and Gable. These guys have worked over the last, uh, I don't know what it's been, six months at you know developing their team, connecting with the fans, having some of the best matches on NXT. They're, these guys are, are on fire right now. They're hitting their stride. And I think uh, Dosh, uh, uh, Dash and Dawson have done an absolutely phenomenal job of being heels and carrying those tag team titles so that people don't like them. I mean, they're... They're, in, they're obviously annoying. They're heels. They're what we don't want. They they, they, they skeeve their way out of matches, you know, things like that. Um, and that's why they're not liked. But I think they're doing – I really commend them. I think they're doing a great job. Uh, they've, been, they've done such a good job at making us not like them um, to put over um, Jordan and Gable, which is what I think will happen at NXT TakeOver. And it's just going to be such a huge pop. It's a very old-school type of um, tag team sort of build-up uh, to a match that we haven't seen in a little while. So I, I love this whole thing all around. I love this match. 
and Jordan Gable are going to come out on top, but I think people are going to freak out when they're holding those titles. So get ready for that pop because it's going to be great, plus the match itself should be really good as well. I guess we'll go into the uh, main event, uh, Smoke Show. I'm going for Finn Balor's NXT title. I kind of know where, where you might be going here, Felicia, but I still have to ask who you think is going to win and why. Um, I think that Finn is going to retain the title. I don't think that they're ready to give him up yet. He's um, making too much money for NXT right now, to be honest with you. And I don't think that they're ready to give Joe the title just yet. I feel like they're probably going to put Finn over during NXT Brooklyn is my guess. Did I say that earlier? I don't know if I'm going back on things. I'm a little drunk, so I have no clue. But regardless, I think they're going to put him over at least either then or maybe even like later in the year. And then I think that Joe is going to take the title at that point. But yeah, I think they're, that Finn's going to retain. And I want Finn to retain, obviously, but that's beside <laughs> Yeah, uh, both of us over here, we think Finn, and plus is the fact that, like you said before, I really don't see them ready to pass him up because Finn, like, when you see Finn and you just see everything he's doing and the way he's, they're going out their way to put so much attention on him, it, you can see that he really is their guy down in NXT, so I don't think they're going to let him go like that. I think it would be great for Finn to come up the night after WrestleMania. That's what I wanted to happen, but I think that that's not going to happen now just because of needing that anchor in NXT still. So I do think he'll retain. I think you're going to get Nakamura versus uh, Finn Balor. I mean, I think that's the next one of the next big matches you can do, so we have to see that, in my opinion. That's why we won't move Balor away from him before that happens. Now, you may see something happen where Balor does show up to the main roster early, even if he has the NXT championship, because he can then lose it on NXT at some point and then be doing both shows, get his rematch, because that's what you've seen with Sasha. That's what you've seen with Kevin Owens. You've seen them sort of drop their belts, come back up to the, come to the main roster now, and then go back to have their rematches still on NXT as they slowly transition from show to show, so I think you can get something like that from Finn Balor. And depending on how eager Vince McMahon is about Balor and about Monday Night Raw the night after Mania, you know, you may see him there but still be on NXT to have that match with Nakamura and maybe uh, to put over somebody else on his way out. Um, so I do think he will, he will retain as well. I, I don't think Samoa Joe will have the title just yet, but uh, he will at some point. And then the final match, Austin Aries versus Baron Corbin, the one that I said I was most interested in. What do you guys think of predictions, who and why? Alicia? Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. What? Oh, Austin Aries. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I think the same thing that was just said about um, the tag team match, I think that it's going to go the same. Nobody wants Baron Corbin to win anything, and that's because he's a great heel. So I feel like, I don't know, everybody hates him even as a heel, but I think he's a great heel. Regardless, I definitely think it's going to be Austin Aries, and I think it should be as well. 
for my personal reasons. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Austin Aries, knowing it's like first night in the companies, finally in the WWE. I actually didn't think I would ever see him in the WWE, but he's there, so I'm going to say they give it to him because he, he really is now like definitely one of the best they got down there. So I disagree with you guys both. I, I mean, I, I agree with you both. Uh, it could go either way. With uh, this could be one of those matches that kind of ends, you know, maybe you, you could say like with a disqualification or with some sort of mischief. That way, these two carry on to another um, another match, another feud. That could be something that happens. But obviously, you would think that Austin Aries coming in is going to get a win over Baron Cor Corbin after being attacked by him and everything that's happened. It just makes sense. You got to make Aries look like somebody to the crowd. Um, although everybody already knows him, so sometimes they don't do that with NXT. Um, but I'll say Austin Aries is going to win anyway. So we're we're boring because we all agree on that one, but that's okay. It's not a bad thing to agree. No, we're all smart. That's why. We actually all agreed with you earlier. Everything you just said, pretty much, we all agreed with before you got on. So yeah. So I didn't add a damn thing. What the heck? Yeah. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I was just talking to uh, the guys at No DQ about some of this, and uh, they're one of their fans thinks that uh, the match that's going to steal the show is uh, um, the the best match of the night is going to be Bailey versus Oscar. But I I don't think it's going to go that way. I think it's uh, going to be surprising that the tag team match is going to be the best one on the card, and uh, that's a tough thing to say with Sami Zayn and Nakamura because that really. Most people are putting that as their number one match, but is I, I know that's that's what that's what you said as well. But I don't know is that what everybody here thinks? You all think that I know you just asked this question earlier, but is it Nakamura and um, and Zayn? Is that what's going to take this show? I think so. I think it's going to be a way to a really good way to have a good send off for Sammy. I think that he's a great wrestler, and I think that they want to, you know, congratulate him for his achievements, if you will, and having like a tough, you know run in with injuries and whatnot at the beginning, so I feel like this is going to be a really good way to send him off to the main roster officially, and then we probably won't see him back maybe for a little bit, and he'll probably make a few appearances, but I think this will be it for him on NXT, unfortunately, because it has to be somebody, like you said, and it's not going to be Joe, and it's not going to be Finn, so All right. it's probably going to be him, obviously. Like I said before, for me, the one I was looking forward to the most uh, being the last one that we just did uh, predictions for, predictions for being Baron, Baron Corbin, <clears throat> excuse me, and Austin Aries. I mean, that one will be stealing the show for NXT Dallas. Um, just well, for me, I like Baron Corbin. I know a lot of people don't like him, but you know he's doing his job as a heel, and I find him very entertaining. And I really, as I've said, um, I think it was last month that I would hope Baron Corbin be the next one to be brought up even before some other guys uh, to the main roster because I think, uh, you know, heels and heels like him, you know, are needed in the main roster so I don't think that highly of him being biased in a way um, I would say his match would steal the show for NXT house for sure Dude, I'm super I'm excited, I can't even believe it's this Friday Did you guys, are you guys doing um, what are you looking forward to the most? That's what I want to know. Are you looking forward to NXT TakeOver or is it WrestleMania or you don't know yet or whatever's better? 
Well, uh, for me at this point, I'm actually still trying to, in a way, decide. I mean, I, I'm, I'm like obviously, uh, wrestling wise, it's going to be NXT Takeover yeah. Dallas. But then again, when you take in the entertainment side, well, I mean, like the wrestling does give you good entertainment, but I guess with WrestleMania. They always try to create those moments that they always talk about, like those camera shot moments where you really just want to see, like, oh, man, these two are in the ring. I never would have thought that. Uh, I mean, I guess to me right now I'm just pretty much deciding between, like, oh, wow, these guys are really talented or, wow, this is actually happening. So I'm, I'm pretty much stuck between the two right now. So, like, I'm hoping they actually do some things like this at Mania. Don't just, you know... I hope they just pull through for us. I'll tell you, um, I mean, I'm looking forward to both things because even the WrestleMania card, believe it or not, the WrestleMania card has the potential uh, for some really good wrestling matches too because if anything, it seems like WWE just, although they, I, I feel like they couldn't tell a damn story to lead up to WrestleMania to save their lives. Um, but what they do have going is the matches could be good, which is bizarre. You would think it'd be the other way, that it would be all story and the matches wouldn't be that good. But instead, we're going to get matches that could be awesome, like Jericho and AJ. They've, they already had the best match at Fastlane. They could very well have one of the best matches this night. Brock Lesnar and Dean Ambrose is going to be a crazy brawl. That could be good. Shane and Undertaker, if Shane does crazy stuff and they go all out, that could be good. If the crowd destroys Roman Reigns and, and they have a kind of a knockdown drag out wrestling match, you know, that could be pretty good too. I mean, it's not going to be the type of wrestling match that, you know, Nakamura and uh, we're going to put on. But. <laughs> Someone's house is on fire because they. Yeah. Um, I love Glenn. It's so great. <laughs> I Sorry, I should have muted myself. <laughs> what happened? You just started laughing. Oh, the fire! The fire. They're coming to my house. I left the stove on, dude. I I, I think this is gonna be. Um, it has both both events have the potential for good wrestling matches, which is is different. The, the the mania build has been absolutely horrible, but if the matches are good, we could end up having two big events with good matches. But maybe not. But obviously, NXT Takeover for the wrestling factor. Is gonna be out of. It's gonna be crazy. I mean, we 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 don't have any build up really for the most part with Zayn and Nakamura. You know, for the most part, they haven't done too much. They've seen each other twice. I feel. I think. Um, you don't need it. It's just about the names against each other in the match. And so, I don't know. I, I think we're gonna. Be, I think it's gonna be pretty good. The build up has been terrible. Play those sirens for me. Damn, somebody lives in the hood. No, no, the, no. You know if they're in the hood, if in the background you hear like, get down, get down. Like, that's what you want to hear. I heard that in Las I'm Vegas. I'm on the fourth floor, so you can't hear that. Okay. <laughs> there. You get to jump off onto that big net the firemen have, though. <laughs> if something goes wrong, the net will be down there for you. Thank you. <laughs> Then, then the big fireman gets to pick you up off the net. Stop. Can we just talk about Shane's tan for like 25 seconds? Yeah, it looks like a tomato. 
He looked so golden and delicious last night. I'm not going to lie. You see his abs when he lifted up his shirt for a second? Yeah, for like that two and a half seconds. I was like four and a half. I was not that close, but I was still close enough where I was like, wow. If I was a chick, I'd put, I want to put my face in his chest. Like it'd be a, it's yeah. unbelievable. I would definitely put my something in his whatever, honestly. It was amazing. What the fuck did I just walk into? <laughs> We can go back to talking about wrestling if you guys want. Double team and Shane. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Want to take him to Paris? How you doing, Cougar? Captain, I am wonderful. Thanks for having me. Always great to have you, man. I know. What, I what know. are your What are your thoughts here on uh, NXT Dallas? And what do you think? Which, which match will steal the show for you personally? You know what? I'm a man of uh, simple taste. Gunpowder. No, I'm just kidding. You know what? I'm actually looking forward to Corbin and Austin Aries. I love Austin Aries. Cannot get enough of him in the ring. He is fucking awesome. And I think Corbin is very underrated. I think we are in store for a match that could potentially steal the show. I'm calling it. I don't care. You guys are going to be talking about Austin Aries and Corbin. I don't want to see Samoa Joe and, and Finn Balor again. I, I've seen it. You know, we're going to get to see Balor with his, uh, you know, spray-on abs, even on top of his real abs. And then, um, yeah, I, I had to get the cheap pop for that girl over there. Anyway, uh, yeah, we're going to see that. Uh, you can face Shane's abs. Yeah, right. You know, we're going to have all these uh, cheesy gimmicks. We're going to see the same fucking match again. Eh, you know what? The only other one that really is is really intriguing to me is Bailey and Oscar because we haven't really seen Bailey work with somebody too stiff, in my opinion. We've seen her work with some great technicians. I've not seen her work with a real stiff brute. I mean, you could say what you want about Nia Jax, but she still looks a little green to me. But uh, I think Bailey's in for a, a serious ass kicking, and I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna enjoy the fuck out of that. Do you think any uh, what do you think of uh, predictions of for any of these matches? If you could off the top of your head for uh, for the NXT Brook Dallas card. I'm thinking they're gonna give uh, Aries the win. I'm thinking Joe's getting the belt. Oscar's getting the belt. And uh, I think they're putting over Nakamura. I think they want to have him uh, have a, a, a major uh, win in his debut. I mean, who better than Sami Zayn to get put over in your first match? What's the fifth one? Isn't there a fifth match on that card? God, I feel like a dick. Oh, the tag team titles. We talked about that earlier. Oh, tag team belts. correct. Oh, man. I mean, if, if you don't give America Alpha the uh, the, the, the belts here, I mean. But, Thank you know, you. I could see them keeping it with Revival. I mean, you know what? I, I really shit on them at first, but, you know, they really turn me. They really work well as a team. And, uh, you know, again, it's, it's, it's the Brain Busters 2.0 for me. I, I mean, really. They work so well together, dude. They got it going on. They're gonna. It's amazing. The they've got a better heel tag team than the than the main roster can put together. Oh, it's 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 night and day difference. I mean, quite honestly, I'm looking forward more to the NXT card than, than Mania because I mean, uh, I came in when you were talking about the build up. It has been the drizzling shits, as Ole Anderson likes to say. I mean, it is just pure diarrhea, and there's really not too much on the card to uh really tickle my fancy, if you know what I mean. 
I mean, uh, why do we have Zack Ryder in a fucking la- uh, in a ladder match with Kevin Owens, Zayn, and and the Miz? We could have just left it with the four. I think it's just going to be one of those train wrecks. We got too many people in this match. I mean, they hey, listen. They pulled it off last year. But this isn't going to pull it off. They should have just had Sami Zayn versus Owens for the title and put all these other guys for the U.S. title in a ladder match and let, left that that ladder that match for the ladder match, and it would have been okay. And we would have had a more we would have cared more about Owens versus Sami Zayn. And instead, we're going to get a spot fest that could look. They could botch these spots. You're going to it's going to be cringeworthy, as opposed to last year where they I think they did a pretty good job last year. Or they could have, instead of having the ladder match, you know, beyond saying the one-on-one with Zane and Owens, I still think maybe they could you know, keep the one-on-one for both mid-card titles and just add yeah. the other guys in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah. I mean, it's not who's who of Joppers anyways. And for, I think someone, especially like for Zack Ryder, I think it might be better to have him there, maybe have him win. But in the end, for the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, I know me and Cooter talked about this last week, if not a week before then, about how they really need to try to, you know, whoever wins it this year, try to actually mean something, actually give it some credibility than that they did for the first two years. Like we had Cesaro win the first annual, and we think something's going to happen, and ain't shit happen after that. And the Big Show wins it because he's the freaking Big Show. Okay, good for him. Congratulations. Now this year, it's the third annual, you know, maybe you actually have someone win it, and it actually means something, and them actually getting a, well, Cesaro won. Dude, Cesaro was that. That one should have meant something, and they just pissed on Cesaro, and he got injured. Um, the Cesaro one was awesome, but then it didn't. It didn't do anything for him. So, I think they attempted it once, and then they went lazy with the Big Show. And uh, I don't. I don't know who to give it to this year. I really don't. I really don't know what they could do. Somebody in Social Outcast, I think, is probably gonna could possibly win it. Or Kane, give it to Kane. If they give it to Kane, I'd be okay with that. Which is ridiculous, a little ridiculous, but that's okay. I'm okay with Kane winning. You said the social outcast winning, and I just threw up in my mouth. I mean, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I, it'll be terrible. It'll be a joke. The whole thing right now, the match already is a joke, so I'm gonna treat it as a joke. To me, it's a. Uh, I don't know who else is in it even. I, I really don't even know what the list is. You tell me what the list is, I might be able to give you a better answer, but it ain't gonna be Tyler Breeze. We've got. Um, yeah, you got you know Tyler Breeze, Damian Sandow, Social Outcast, Kane, Big Show, um, Darren Young, Titus O'Neil mm-hmm. probably would be if you know Vince McMahon wasn't an ass. Um, <laughs> you know, you would have him there. You know, but for me, I'd probably either go with my prediction, uh, Damian Sandow or Curtis Axel. Yeah, I'd really like to see Curtis Axel get that, even though if it is just a for the goop kind of match, I still think. That'll be the death of it, by the way. I mean, I'm not saying that I want this to happen, but that'll be the death of it. This will be the last time, you know, you really care, because if some if one of them wins it, it's just like, oh, this this is a joke. They're treating it as a joke. It got moved to the fucking pre-show for Christ's sake. Yeah, I mean, it was on the pre-show last year too. It was on the pre-show last year. Oh, that's right, it was. That drives me absolutely bonkers. We have four matches booked for the pre-show this year. I I think they're gonna have more matches than they've ever had, so like that doesn't that doesn't bug me too much. But it is weird that they wouldn't lead off. I feel like this is what you would kick WrestleMania off with, um, not 
do it on the pre-show. But you know what? This year it's going to be so bad, you're going to want it on the pre-show because you're not going to want to remember what happens, you know what I mean, on the actual show. So I don't mind it this year. I mean, heck, it could be like a bathroom break for the pre-show. Yeah, I mean, look, look, dude, when Cesaro won it that year, we thought it was Big Show, so we were talking about what if Cesaro could win it? What if Big Show could win it? And it came down to those two, and Cesaro got the big elimination. That was cool. The next year, we thought Sandow should win it by screwing the Miz over and throwing him out. And we thought the Miz was going to win it. I mean, uh, rather, uh, Sandow was going to win it. And and there was all that buildup for Sandow. And, I, and although he didn't win it, it was interesting because of that. What's the interest this year? There's no interest in it this year at all. What, the Big Show's going to win it again? Social Outcast wins it? That's a joke. Kane wins? You know, there, there is absolutely no interest. Look, I can't even give you a prediction because I don't give a crap. <laughs> all, and, but you know what? That's what they've done with all the matches this year. Almost all the matches, you don't really give that much of a crap about them. There's no storyline that, for the most part in most of these matches. It's more like, let's just get there and have the match. I mean, I, I get there's a lot on the line, Undertaker Shane, but a lot of these matches, there's no... There's not enough build for for any of us. I mean, that's why those people were chanting CM Punk during the ladder match thing the other night. The the six guys that are going to be in that because uh, who cares? I, I know, mean, but, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Joe, but it just seems like fans, yeah. whether you're in Brooklyn, New York, or anywhere, they they go to the CM Punk chant just because you know, fuck it, they just do it. You know, it, it gets it gets a little annoying to me, especially if it's happening so often, um, and just. Sometimes when they do it, it's just at stupid times. Like, yeah, you know what, though? There's, there's a time and place for everything, and sometimes when fans do the CM Punk chant, I just roll my eyes and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Whoa, Kapoon just cursed? I'm so proud of my Kapoon. But let me throw this out to you, though, Kyle. I mean, when, when the crowd gets bored, that's what they do. And, and anyone who has noticed, we now have two weeks in a row where the main event got some serious, like, shit chance because the crowd was so bored. I mean, we had Ambrose, your boy, last week against uh, Strowman, and the crowd in the main event is chanting, this is boring. It was boring. Would you have rather them chanted CM Punk, or uh, would you have rather them chant this? I'd rather them not say a damn thing than chanting that, but hey, they're going to do what they're going to do. Yeah, but that's that's the whole point of being a fan, voicing your opinion. Like, dude, I mean, no, I know, I know. I mean, I've I've never been to events, so I don't, I don't, I, don't, I haven't experienced that yet. I, I I have I have seen so many shows, and and I have taken so many naps at some of these shows. It is utterly ridiculous. Just watch me on SmackDown. Did you see me in the crowd on SmackDown? I look like I'm gonna pass out. I, yeah. Oh my God. I mean. Yeah. So, like, I'll give you an example. I mean, again, it's just a house show, but me and uh, Cologne went to the one in uh, Westchester. And, dude, I mean, we got the B side of the card. I mean, we had no Reigns, no Kevin Owens. Our main event was uh, the Wyatts versus uh, Big Show and Kane. Me and Cologne walked out after the Oh, my God. We, we walked right out. We didn't even stay for the main event. I, I was watching... We had one of the uh, what's his name, Fernando, or, or one of the, uh, the the Puerto Rican bullfighters there. What the hell are their names? You know what I'm talking. Los Matadores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those jabronis. I mean, really. I mean, <laughs> we had we had one of them in, in a singles match. Oh, it was incredible. Yeah, that was a piss break. I mean, but but, but this is what I'm talking about. They are not. They they have so much talent. They don't know what to do with it. And when their main guys get hurt. 
these guys that they're making jokes out of need to get a little bit of a push. They need to build some stories around these guys. I mean, it's just common fucking sense. Some of this stuff is handed to them on a silver platter, and they don't use it. They don't. They they bury it. It's unbelievable. You're given Damian Sandow, and they just basically crapped on it. You're given Cesaro, and they don't really know what to do. Um, you know, go back to Zack Ryder, how he was booked. It's just like it seems like whenever a mid Carter gets somewhat popular, they're like, oh, we can't have this. Shoot them down. Um, and the mid card just suffers. And, and there's no writing. The writing for the mid card is dead. It's horrible. And from what I've been told by people that have written for the WWE, they've said there's been great stories that they've come up with that they weren't allowed to use. So you have two people telling you two different things. It's like, why don't they write better stories? Why can't they get better writers? But then I'm hearing from writers who work there that they had great ideas that they weren't allowed to use them. And then they become frustrated. So that just means you're going nowhere. And that's what I'm seeing. Somebody's Somebody's out of of time. I mean, that's what I'm really hoping. Uh, And I hate saying this, you know, and and, and I don't want to be that guy, but, like, can can somebody tell Vince to step down and take all his flunkies with him? Because it just seems like, all right, you sit there and you're saying that, yeah, we got some great ideas and they're not getting used. So somebody's got to be turning these down, and who's going to be that guy? It's going to be Vince. And and all his people who are around him, his Johnny Aces, his flunkies, are all yeah, Vince, whatever you want to do. I mean, I'm with you there, guy. Like, come on, let's 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 be original. I mean, we we don't have these low ass ratings for Raw on your build up to fucking your grandest show of the year. I mean, the ratings aren't are okay. They're not great. This is WrestleMania fucking season. Let's 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 pull a fucking uh, a nice number, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm right. This is why I like this kid. I don't know you, but I like you. I'm just saying, no homo. But me? Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I'll go homo with you all day. Why yeah. am I? I know who Cooter. I know Cooter. <laughs> I know about Cooter. You, you don't know, know me though. Me. You don't know me, but I know you. You do know me. I don't know. I know you somehow. I don't remember how, but I know you somehow. This just got super duper weird, and I love it. I'm just going to sit here and watch. Oh, yeah. Me and Cooter. Well, it's because me and Cooter. You have no well, idea. Who the hell is that? I know who you are. You're the chick with the sign. <laughs> oh. Right, I'm going to go now. But... <laughs> I know her. Oh, yeah. We've seen you on the internet. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I have no clue. Put the script on you there, sweetheart. Don't fuck with the light. Oh, Cooter, Cooter, I know how I know you. Yeah. Well, I'm first of all, I'm Joe Cronin. I'm on YouTube. I got thirty thousand subs. You should freaking know who I am. What the hell's wrong with you? Um, the second thing is, I was on um, I was on another wrestling podcast right around the same time you were, and I must have caught the episode you were on. Oh well, you know I'm awesome. What can I tell you? There you go. I was on right before you or right after you or something because I was re- I was watching their videos. I'm putting on I'm putting on uh, my best uh, impression of Matt Hardy. I'm putting myself over. I'm a mark for myself, you know. Hey, I do it all the time. I got a picture hanging up on my wall with uh with uh, pro- with some stains on it. Oh, oh look at this guy! God, Blackberry will get you anywhere. 
It's unbelievable. My everybody hates it, but I think it's great. It's something. I I this lady told me to do it one time. She's like, you got to feel better about yourself. So just you know, you know, release yourself to yourself. Okay. You know, with that being said, <laughs> I'm just doing what I do best. Kyle, <laughs> playing this one's for you. Look what you got me into. Oh, oh, I thought you were going to jerk off a camera for us. <laughs> I thought something weird was going to go down. Oh. I like that. Right. Let's get back to wrestling. I mean, really. Yeah, you know, why not? <laughs> oh, what we were talking about was wrestling. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. Uh, yeah, go ahead, man. What do you got? What are you, you going to do? Your, did, you, did you guys do WrestleMania predictions yet? No, we were uh, just oh, no. finishing up. Uh... My prediction is I'll turn off the TV. <laughs> I will not do that. I'm supposed to go to Credo's house for this show, and um, I'm only going to stay until about 8:30 because I'm going to go home and watch Walking Dead because that to me is a little bit more uh, exciting. I mean, that's how you write a show. I mean, to keep you invested in watching every single week, great characters, great build-up, great storylines, holy shit moments. We don't get that from professional wrestling anymore. We get that more in the indie scene without the storylines. We just get good stories in the ring. That's what's missing. I mean, you look at the difference between the product and NXT and WWE. I mean, they don't spend two uh, two to three weeks uh, making a bullshit story. They let them do it in the ring. You know, I can, You can do it either way, but WWE needs to get better at doing both because it seems like they do one or the other. There's no stories anymore. You can remember the Attitude Era. Sometimes you get a match that wasn't even good, but because the buildup was so crazy, you were ready for it, and the match wasn't even that good. Now you get matches that are just destroying, and um, but no buildup at all. They don't know how to write anything. Vince Vince Russo wants to go the other way. Vince if Vince Russo was there writing storylines, and then we got the wrestling we get on NXT, we would all be uh, going to the moon. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. We got one guy getting drunk. We got a girl getting high. What the hell is going on in this show, Coupling? You lost control. What are you talking about? Oh, I don't know what. Once again, no clue what you're talking about. I'm on cocaine, so it's all good. I was just going to say, NXT doesn't need to try to push as hard to try to try to build their shows or get people hyped for their show. People are already hyped for NXT shows, whether it's just the weekly ones or here at NXT Dallas, where WWE is trying to pull out all the guns, especially for the main event range, which Triple H get people interested, people to watch WrestleMania, which you would think WrestleMania by itself would sell itself, and in my opinion, I think it does a little bit, but you know, WWE has to work harder to get people to be interested in that than WWE does on the NXT side for NXT Dallas. They just do a much better job over there, promoting it, making it simpler, making it easier, making it, doing it better. Uh, and that's why, you know, a lot of fans, whether whether it's fans you see on the Joe Cronin show, you know, calling into your show there, Ben, or other, or other shows, you know, saying that NXT is better than WWE because of that main fact. Yeah, man, they all love NXT. I mean, there's still an amazing amount of people that don't watch it, dude. When I'm at the shows, it's unbelievable. You hear people like, I don't watch that, or I don't get it. Why does everybody tell me about this? I don't even think they're that good. So they don't even understand. They're sitting there watching Raw, watching this abysmal pile of turd, 
but then they make fun of NXT. So that's the type of WWE fan you're getting, the mainstream fans that you're getting. They'd, they'd rather make fun of NXT, also complain about the main roster, and it's like, why are you watching this then? So it makes no sense. If you want to see something good or good wrestling, there's NXT right there. You don't watch it. It's two, two completely sets of, different sets of fans, Joe. I mean, have you been to an NXT show live or no? Even a house uh, not live, but I've seen every episode. I know, I know the, I know it's a wrestling fan that's there. It's not the oh, casual fans. Completely, uh, completely different. I mean, when we were in Albany, we saw the house show up in the Armory. I mean, it's, it's all, you know, eighteen to thirty-five marks. You know, yeah. and you go to the the house show in Westchester, and I got fucking five-year-old screaming my ear, and I want to like wish I had a, a carry permit so I could pistol whip the <laughs> shit out of it. <laughs> Dude, SmackDown was uh, SmackDown was hard to deal with, dude. I'll tell you, there was a couple guys that were there that were like us or like me, and uh, that was a great time. But 60% of that crowd, they were just there. It was like I live in Boston. It was I would compare it to the, I've compared it to the Red Sox before. The Red Sox had trouble selling out. Then eventually they started selling out. Then we won the World Series in '04, broke the curse, and everybody and their mother now goes to Fenway Park. Not because they're baseball fans, but because it's Fenway, and, and they don't know anything. You, you sit there and listen to people, and you'll hear the live, and say, like, what? how many inning things are there? You know what I mean? The husband's like, oh, there's nine, I think. You know, It's like they don't even know why they're there. So when things happen, they, they don't know when to cheer, when to be excited. They have no idea, but they know that during that stretch, they're going to play that Sweet Caroline song, and everyone's going to sing, and all these pink hat fans sing the song, and, and then they go home, and they don't really watch many other games the rest of the year. They don't know why they're there. But in 03 and 04, you know, you had hardcore fans screaming and yelling. That's what was at WWE, pink hat fans. Hey, son, let me take you to the show. Thanks, Dad. And then older guys who like the old type of wrestling from the 80s um, who, who also don't connect with the NXT type of stuff. So it just makes for one big, generic, quiet, boring night, and they'll watch anything they don't care. I, I've said this to fans like this. There's a guy I know uh, who I'm friends with who like likes Roman, likes Cena, likes all these guys. And I say, but how can you like them because of this, that, and the other thing? And he has no idea about that. He just thinks they're cool because it's Roman and because it's Cena. They don't know. They're just in it because of the celebrity. So that that's the type of mentality we're dealing with. And that's the type of mentality the WWE doesn't mind feeding into, and then they got to try to please us here or there. And the, the, there's like three or four different audiences we have here. Yeah, it's like that classic line from Full Metal Jacket: "You're fucking me in the ass. Can you at least have the courtesy to give me a reach around when you do it?" Yeah, and sometimes they do. I will admit they do give us a little jack here and there. Occasionally, yeah. But I think I think we're gonna get some of that at WrestleMania. By the way, I really think so. I actually don't think Vince. Uh, I know this is Shane's not going to go off the off the cage or anything like that. But man, people are really turning around and thinking Shane's going to do something crazy. And um, I, I don't see that happening off the top of the cage. I don't off the scoreboard, whatever the hell. If that happens, I will. I don't know what kind of show you have, so I'm not going to say it. But I will walk around my neighborhood, stroking myself and telling all the neighbors about it. I mean, like if if he jumps off the cage. It'll be unbelievable. That's why you got 30,000 subs. You, you're not afraid to talk about playing with your penis. And I'm the same way, but I only got about 20-some-odd. I don't know. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Well, we could be like, maybe you got to go for the full thing like Sean's view and take it out because he's got about <laughs> 90,000. So. I'll get myself in a magazine. You're right, Joe. See? Penis equals uh, subs. 
Only if you're Finn Balor. <laughs> yeah, Finn Balor's uh, nice abs, baby. No, I named my son Finn. It's because it's good. <laughs> um, it really isn't. I was going to name it anyway. Steve, what do you think, man? What's going on? You're losing control of your own show. We're going crazy on you. We're double teaming. We're going nuts. It's fine. Hey, it's entertaining. They don't have a problem. I mean, you're Joe Cronin. You know, you have the subs for a reason. I don't, I don't mind you taking over. But, uh, Dude, I'll, I'll face fuck you. <laughs> Dude, we're, we're really just tormenting this poor girl. I mean. Gee, yeah, wait a minute. Is that the actual sign? You still have the sign with you right now? Yeah, it's in my bedroom. But you can never get rid of that sign because, I mean, you're like legendary. I didn't realize that was actually you. Oh, hi. Well, now I'm, <laughs> now I'm like even more excited. This is amazing. I, you know, I tried to reach out to him. I tried to reach out to her. I tried to get her on the show. I had no, people, you didn't. Fuck yes. you. I would have said yes. I, yeah, just, I had, my producer, Justin Bailey, was like, we're going to, he goes, I, we got to get that girl who has the, the face fuck sign. This is bullshit. Where, how did you reach out to me? Not true. Well, I tried to. I thought on Twitter, but then we. I think we got the wrong girl, and she said, "What are you talking about?" Then I said, "Just <laughs> go find, go find the girl with the sign. It will be really funny. We'll get her on the show." And then I, nothing happened after that. But it's, maybe he didn't reach out to you after all. But we. I wanted you on the show because I was like, "That's the second I saw her, I was like, we got to talk to her about that." Cop thing scooped you. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Now I have you. Now I can have you on sometime. Oh boy. You can have me sometime. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> you know I'm from Boston originally, right? No. No. I'm from originally. You're from... I like the pink hat description that you said. So she knows what I'm talking about. There you go. Where I don't remember where it even was where you had the sign, so I can't even be smart. It was Brooklyn. It was Brooklyn. Okay. So you're in New York now? Yeah. Okay. You wore the best outfit with the sign, if I remember, too. It was great. Oh, my Mario outfit? Yeah. yeah. People like that. Oh, boy. I was going to do, like, a Luigi for, like, the next one for, like, my finger blast me sign in Albany, but I just decided Wait, not to wear it. You see me finger blasting myself after those two chicks were having a meltdown with Roman? Oh, my God. They were, like... Oh, my, that was so funny. <laughs> I, made, I made a video where I was mocking them, and then I began touching myself, and I don't know if anybody saw that, but... I, like, threw something at my TV. I was so upset. I was just like, oh, my God, Jesus Christ. Angry Cooter, go watch that. When you, later on, you go find that video of me finger-banging myself like those girls, and it's really funny. All right, I'm going to get my Jergens real quick. Hold on. You'll Were find. you actually finger-banging yourself, or...? I had clothes on, but I was trying to be... I was like, oh, my God, I'm a stupid slut! And I was being oh. metaphorical. We get it. We get it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll go into description. Did you make a video like to imitate me with my sign? No, I didn't. Because uh, uh, even though I hate Roman Reigns, I was like, oh, this. I'm like, that's pretty funny. Oh, so I wasn't pretty funny. <laughs> what did I say, Roman Reigns? No, I thought yours was great. I loved because uh, yours had yours had a uh, Finn on it. I love Finn Balor. I liked your outfit. And then some girl had that sign. I mean, I was like marking out for that. I thought that was that's why I wanted you on the show because I was like, this is, this is freaking awesome. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you? I, I swear to God, like everybody saw that. Everybody was like telling me, like Brad, like uh, Bailey. Everyone on my show tweeted me. Did you see the girl with the sign? Like everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I mean, only like twenty percent of people liked it, so it's cool. All this the hatred I've gotten, but whatever. Who didn't care? 
What did the? Uh, we'll have to. We'll save that. I'm gonna have you on my show. We'll save it for then. I'll just, go ahead, Steve. Exactly like Where's Steve? <laughs> Four liberal ass bitches who get nothing, who can't handle a woman who goes after what she wants for. Yeah, these are all these PC people, dude. F them. Who cares? You've made a pony son. I'm not going to, I don't want to talk crap about people that give me any kind of shit because I don't expect people to just automatically understand that I'm doing it tongue in cheek or that I don't care because you don't own my sexuality. I don't expect people to be on that level of intelligence at this point. But at the same time, I just, I expect like a respect thing. Like, let a woman do her thing. If it's not harming anybody or herself, it shouldn't really be a discussion. And that's all I'll have to say about that because I know a lot of people, you know, some people might actually watch this that absolutely hate me, and I don't care, and I, I'm i okay with them hating me. Just keep your comments to yourself because I don't say what I have, you know, the thoughts I have in my head about you to you because I'm not rude, and I don't want to get on your level. So. What do you think of me then? What? What do you think of me then? What about you? Well, you have thoughts about people who, who you don't really know. So what are your thoughts? What do you stop smoke? Get, stop getting high. I think you're hilarious. I don't know. Have you ever talked shit about me online? I don't like you if you have. <laughs> no, no. Actually, you know, not not really, no. I mean, I thought it was funny. But, I mean, that was my opinion of it. I mean, I get it. It was a joke. Maybe if uh, you were half serious, half joking, I'm sure. Well, yeah. If Ferg Devitt wants to put his penis down my throat, I'm not going to fucking say no. But, like, you know, I wasn't expecting anybody to fucking take a picture of it and, like, send it out to the masses, so. Cop leans rolling his eyes. I love this. Cop, maybe, uh, maybe we could get back on topic here. I mean, we kind of went on a tangent, if you would please. I know we haven't heard from uh, House of Reactions in a while. I know we talked about <laughs> stuff. He's masturbating. <laughs> Anyways, uh, House of Reactions, what are your uh, thoughts on uh, I mean, the stuff that we've been talking about here? Uh, no, I, I'm not masturbating. She's, she's here with me, so I, I don't, I'm, no hands. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she's masturbating you. <laughs> why don't we have a video of this? This is terrible. <laughs> Put that on the internet. That's why. Hmm? We might get you one. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. It's going down in the DM. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, we've pretty much just been uh, pretty much laughing at everything you guys have been saying. <laughs> I like I laughed at the uh, the thought of the sign. I was like, oh wow, like <laughs> I wasn't expecting that to be like the sign to uh, exactly what it said. My mom was really proud of me. <laughs> she was like, oh, Felicia, <laughs> shenanigans have you been up to? And then she watched one of uh, Finn's matches, and she was like, holy shit. And I was like, yeah, now you get it. She like, understands. <laughs> no, she's really cool about it, too. And she, like, watches, like, podcasts I do and stupid stuff. But not stupid, sorry. Other things like that. And uh, she's, like, super supportive. It's really cute. Talk about my mom all of a sudden, but uh, is, it, is she hot? That's all I want to know. You don't yeah, know. my mom is smoking. She looks like Michelle Pfeiffer, but like God, she got me all the way. Not, yeah. <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer yeah. and Heather Locklear. Oh God. Mom on the show sometime then. Yeah, no, my mom's a smoke show. I don't know if she'd ever do it, but I'll get you at least a photo. 
<laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that photo. All right, now we take a turn into WrestleMania. We don't want to talk about wrestling anymore. I guess not. You know, you have a wrestling show, but why talk wrestling, you know? But uh, anyways, WrestleMania, and again, uh, general thoughts. Uh, Cooter, what are, your, what are your impressions so far, you know, build to WrestleMania and your expectations? What do you think? I have, I have zero to little expectations for this show because – I'm not really invested in it, and it's the first time in a long time. And, and, yeah, we could sit here and bitch about the injuries and everything that's been going on, and it's just ah, blah, 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 blah. But you know what? Even if they give you chicken shit, you should be able to make chicken soup out of it. That's the way I feel. I'm stealing that from Cologne, and I don't really care. I mean, you have to make best with what you got. And you know what? They've, they've thrown a bunch of shit together, and they haven't presented it in a way where – it makes me want to watch the show. I mean, I'm literally saying, fuck WrestleMania. I'd rather watch something I can see on demand, you know, or something that I can DVR. I would rather watch Walking Dead. That's how I feel. I mean, and that's sad because, like, I've been watching this hardcore since I was a little little angry cooter, you know? I mean, when the cooter was real young and, 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 and tiny, he was like, yay, Hulk Hogan, I can't wait. WrestleMania 8. Versus Sid Justice and Macho Man versus Rick Flair. That was me. And now I'm like, oh, God. What the fuck am I doing? It's, 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 it upsets me. I, I want to at least once a year feel like, okay, you're going to do me justice. I watch your shit every fucking Monday. Do me the justice of giving me something <clears throat> that makes me want to watch the big show. You haven't done it. You gave me the big elbow off the top rope from Shane. Great. It's just too bad that the story behind it has been shit. We could have had anybody drop that elbow for any reason. It, it, it didn't make me want to. And Albert was fucking texting me. He does this now because he's been off social media. He'd be texting me the whole fucking show. What do you think now? What do you think now? I'm like, dude, I'm still bored. He goes, yeah, I agree with it. It's just there's nothing... That's holding my attention. Dude, I got the I got the same feelings about the whole thing. This buildup is is non-existent. And obviously, Steve, you should start if you got the prediction show. You should go through the whole entire prediction show. We'll go from this thing top to bottom. I mean, I think that's what you should do. But there's no there's no buildup for most of this stuff. It's just like here's the match. Let's go. So that's why none of us are giving a crap right now. It, it, this happened last year with the, the purse fight with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Nobody cared, but when they had their match, it actually was okay. Yeah. And, and Seth Rollins coming out—that's a big moment. Seth Rollins versus Orton was all right. Like there was a lot of good stuff last year that, but we didn't care until it happened because there was no good buildup. Raw is absolute garbage. Um. So I'm just looking forward to getting to the night to see WrestleMania, and hopefully it's good. How's your reactions? Yeah, um, I'm pretty much at the same point. Uh, I've, like uh, most of these robberies, I really fa haven't found anything to just jump out my seat about. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, when I first started watching, I know you guys probably been watching wrestling longer than I have because I started during uh, like around like 
ruthless aggression and all that stuff, but then I would go back and watch stuff from the Attitude Era. I'm like, oh, this is crazy and everything. And then watching through all that, I'm just kind of... Because when I first watched it, you know when you get that feeling of like, wow, this is really interesting, you know? And then now it's like I really don't have that. And then going into Manias, the past few, like y'all said, like they've been have no build-up, but the Manias have been okay. This one, like I really just... On Raw, like, even when we're doing our reviews on our channel, we're, like you can just see me sitting there saying, just give me something to care about because I, I, I'm not there right now. So. Alicia? Uh-oh. Uh, Alicia, what are, you, what are your thoughts on WrestleMania and uh, what do you think to, to expect? Um, I don't know. I don't really. I agree with everybody. I don't think I care that much about most of it. I just really want to see what happens with the Shane thing. I think that'll be a nice story to unfold, I guess. I don't know. I think I'm just more so curious what's going to happen at the end, but other than that, I'm really not that interested, unfortunately. And I was at Raw last night, and I was still like excited to be there, and I had a good time, but it's still not something that ended up being more excited for WrestleMania, which is weird because I, you know, I was there, and like I said earlier, a lot earlier, you know, you feel a lot different when you actually get to see a live show. So for me to be there and still not really be all that interested in what was going on, as far as like afterwards, I think that's pretty telling as far as how I feel about it. Sorry. No, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's your feelings. It's, it is what it is. Um, you know, it seems like WWE only cared about you know three main. Storylines to push here for WrestleMania being the Shane Undertaker, Rocky, and the Lunatic Fringe Dean Ambrose, uh, and the, the title match Roman Reigns and Triple H. You know the rest of the other show doesn't seem like they they cared to try to build anything like like Joe and everybody else here said. You know on that point, you know, but you know as I said, you know we wait until we see the show and then hopefully it it delivers tenfold. Hopefully we have a moment like last year with Seth cashing in. The year before, Daniel Bryan winning the titles, you know, in his miraculous story to WrestleMania 30. You know, here at 32, might have some sort of twist at the end if they are going to shove Triple H, Roman Reigns, the title match down our throats as the main event, and they're going to go with Roman Reigns going over, maybe having some kind of twist, as we've talked about earlier. Uh, Joe, what are your thoughts uh, looking forward to WrestleMania, and what are your, as of right now, expectations for the show? I don't know. I think that there were, you know, something screwy is going to happen, obviously, in one of these matches. Um, so, you know, with the Wyatts, I think the Wyatts are going to play some kind of part. I don't know which match it's going to be. It, obviously, it should seem, you would think it would be Brock Lesnar versus Dean Ambrose, that the Wyatts would do something to Brock Lesnar. They've been flirting with this. They came out to attack on SmackDown. Now they're missing all of a sudden, and I think that's to kind of keep your mind off it a little bit. So they're going to play some kind of role there. Um I think that you know you're going to get some blood. You're going to get some, these you know these matches that could be a little bit bloody. You know Roman and Triple H. Somebody could get busted open there. Undertaker Shane. Somebody could get busted open there. And then of course Brock Lesnar bleeds if you blow on him. So Brock well, Lesnar. Ham his head in a fucking ring post. You know how he does. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. The hard way, baby. The hard way. Yeah. It was weird too. It's like it's funny how the what was the la the first time he did it. It wasn't very obvious, but the second time he did it. Man, was it obvious. He, like, missed and then threw his head into it to make sure he cut himself. Um, so, I, I don't know, dude. My, my expectations is I, they're so low 
that I could come out of this WrestleMania saying that was pretty good just because they're so damn low, but yet they're so high for NXT uh, Dallas. So it's it's interesting. They're, they're insanely high for Dallas, uh, for NXT, and they're insanely low for WrestleMania. I think it's going to fall somewhere in the middle for WrestleMania. And I think NXT Dallas will meet the expectations, though, because they've constantly done it, and they're allowed to do what they can do. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to everything. I, I, I think that we're all just going to have to be careful not to fall asleep during the two-hour pre-show. By the time the show actually starts, we might be drooling on ourselves on a carpet. And if I have to listen to Byron Saxton break down the friggin' Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal for more than five minutes, I'm gonna suicide myself. <laughs> I would, I would definitely drool. A glass sandwich with onions if he talks for more than five minutes breaking down that match. Real talk. <laughs> you know what? And if and people have been talking about Moro Ronaldo. I talked to Moro Ronaldo yesterday. He is not going to be announcing anything. People have been saying, what about the switching and they could be calling some matches? I said I didn't want to see that because if Moro Ronaldo calls one match, I'm going to be pissed that he's not calling the rest of them because it's, it's literally like saying, here's the best and now go back to this crap because the announce team is garbage. And get ready for Jerry the King Lawler to yell, it's WrestleMania, baby, like 700 times. Like he did last year. When Jerry the King Lawler said, this is WrestleMania, baby, at WrestleMania 13, when Stone Cold hit Bret Hart in the back with a steel chair, that was awesome. When he did it last year seven times during WrestleMania, I wanted to kill myself each time. And I sent a DM to Moronalo, and I just I said twice, I said, listen, you got, I, you got to tell me, are you announcing? And... Lucky enough, Maronalos follows me on Twitter, and he responded back and said, nope, but I'll be there. And then he said it publicly on his Twitter to somebody else, no, I'll be there. And so that's what his answer's been. I'll be there. He'll so, probably be on like, that panel that they do. It, that, yeah, yeah, he can be, but it, it's just such a waste when you hear his call. I mean, what, what he brings commentary-wise compared to what he's going to do on that, yeah, that's not his strong suit. Uh, so it's it's unfortunate to waste we have to listen to Cole's hole and JBL get fed lines by Vince. It could be worse, though. It could be worse. We could have Josh Matthews. I don't know. It's it's Honestly, that all lumps in the same to me. Josh Matthews calling it, Michael Cole calling it. It's not much different to me at this point. They're so bad over there. Uh, I love Jerry the King Lawler, but it's uh, he, he brings nothing at this point. He, and, he just doesn't mesh with, with, with people well, other than JR. I, and, I, and I laughed because I was watching this video on YouTube. It was, uh, it was, like, it was one of them WWE videos. It was a top ten surprise entrance for, for the Rumble. Right. You know, most of them were all JR calling it. And I'm like, holy God. I mean, just, just for Rumble returns, this is what this guy is capable of. Guy walking through the curtain. And, and, and JR has got me invested, and I don't get that anymore. I mean, you can imagine, uh, you know, a moment of significance other than just somebody walking through the fucking curtain. So, yeah, <coughs> Cole's a douchebag. Uh, we need to put somebody in there who can make you feel like something important is happening. But, Kathleen, i got to ask you something. I've been dying to ask you this question. Well, Cooter, Cooter. Yeah. If you can hold that thought and remember that thought, okay, uh, I have to uh, <laughs> say goodbye to to Felicia. She uh, has to go. I have a bedtime. I have to go home. Let's go home. So, 
Bye, guys. I'm sorry I have to leave you prematurely, but I hope you have a wonderful discussion in circles about how you're not looking forward to Sunday, but you are looking forward to Friday. All right, girl, this is for you. <laughs> hey, uh, you make sure you hit me up on Twitter so I can get you on the show. Hit me up, dude. What's your Twitter? It's Felicia Rose. Right, Done. Fine. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks for having me. Have fun. Write any signs that I wouldn't write. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna fire my producer for not finding her. Oh God. So, copy. What was your question? All right. So, they did that. Uh, the, the Dean Ambrose Brock Lesnar bullshit yesterday, right? Uh huh. Dean Ambrose walks down with a fucking wagon. Yeah. But look at Brock Lesnar. He looks so mad. Do, do you feel like? He did that on purpose, or did he legitimately look like this is the best you got for me? I have to pull shit out from under the ring and put it in a red wagon and drag it back up the fucking stage. No, I think it was. You think it was legit? Yeah, I think it was all legit. I don't think it was him being whatever, because that's just. I think that's how he is. He didn't didn't give a fuck. Just doing his job. I liked it. It was actually uh, more more enjoyable, actually. And I know maybe not a lot of people agree with this, but. That was more enjoyable to have that as the segment between Brock and Dean last night rather than actually having them physical because you know they're going to kick the shit out of each other at WrestleMania in their street fight because that's what it's you know called to be. And so I thought that what they did on, on, on Raw last night was pretty pretty dang good. Joe, do you think he was legitimately pissed? No. Who, uh, Dean? Yeah, didn't he look like he was pissed like this is the best creative you got for me to walk down the ring with a wagon? Honestly, if I was mad, I would have said, I ain't going out there with this fucking wagon. <laughs> That's what I would have said. If I was Dean Ambrose, I would have said, bullshit, I'm not going out there with this thing. You're going to have me go down to the ring with a friggin', not only a wagon, but one of the most cartoony wagons you've ever seen. Begin to pick up weapons that I have already been handed backstage that are under the ring and then walk away with them. I mean... Yeah, I didn't even think of that part. It was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous and stupid and just it's just just pointless. Again, no build up. We just know violence is going to happen, which is which is fine. But Dean Dean should have came out there with the wagon full of crazy stuff. And what should have happened is there should have been something underneath the ring that none of us have seen yet. We've seen the barbed wire, the chainsaw, all that stuff, and maybe it could have been the chainsaw. There should have been Tons of stuff. There should have been something under the ring that would make you go, oh, my God, he's going to use that on Sunday. Where we, So he comes out with the wagon or whatever the hell he's pulling. I wouldn't have made it a wagon. He's got all this crap in it that we've seen. Now he reaches under the, under the, under the uh, apron, and he pulls out something else, like, dastardly. And everyone, that's the pop is, whoa, now he's got this weapon, too. And he puts it in his pile of stuff that he already had. Then he goes to the back with it. That would have at least made sense. Yeah, he could have at least came to the ring or, or maybe done another segment. And then this time we have New Jack handing him a fork and a noose. Or maybe the power <laughs> of the car or some shit. I exactly. I, I can't get invested in a chainsaw. He's not going to use a chainsaw at WrestleMania. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the chainsaw was almost... It was just funny for Chainsaw Charlie, but it was just ridiculous. Um, so now that tells me that who knows what he's going to use because you're not going to use a chainsaw. He should have pulled. You know what he should have done? He's got all this stuff that he has. He should have pulled out thumbtacks from underneath the ring, and he should have dumped them around the ring, around Lesnar, dumped thumbtacks, thumbtacks all over the ring. 
and then um and then walk to the back with his stuff. I mean that would have been that's still not the answer, but it's better than what they did. I'm gonna go in, pick up toys, put them in this thing, and leave. He already had those things. Why did he put them under the ring? What the fuck? Who writes this stuff? Who writes this shit? You're making make me mad. Kid. Make about a wish kid. What? The make a wish kids. They're writing this shit for him. Oh shit, they are, dude. I think they do a better job. This is this is awful. Couldn't agree more. I mean, this is all the build-up, though. Again, WrestleMania, that's a different story. You you should talk about what's going to happen at Mania because there's no point in talking about what happened on Monday Night Raw because it's all bad and it's all terrible. Oh. Dude, and uh, just looking at Raw, too, I mean, I'm just looking at the fact, like, it's always, it's cool to have Brock there and to see him there, but I'm just getting tired of just seeing him just have to stand there, you know what I'm saying? Like, I actually want to see him in a little bit of action with Dean, you know. Right. I, I, love how, I, I don't know how much he gets paid to just sh- just stand there and let Paul do all the talking for him and do his little side to side shuffle whenever he goes Brock Lesnar. <laughs> well, I saw it on SmackDown. He they had a little attack, but that wasn't that didn't last long. Every other time Dean's attacked Brock Lesnar, Brock has got the better of him. Hell, Dean Ambrose lost to a TV a year ago or a year and a half ago. Lost to a freaking TV. How's he going to be Brock Lesnar? Was it against Seth Rollins? Bray Wyatt. Oh, yeah, you're right. My bad. Just as bad, though. Just. Yeah. It's all bad, man. That's why you got to think that maybe WWE has something up their sleeves for WrestleMania for any of these. Something's happening. Matches, you know, with, with how bad the build is. I mean. What happened to, what happened to um, the Arrow versus Stardust? Wasn't that supposed to happen? Then that just went away. That was SummerSlam. They did it. No, but I thought they were actually going to have a match at WrestleMania. They had a match at SummerSlam. I guess that was it then. I don't know. I thought there was something more. And Here's, here's another thing that troubles me about Mania. We have no idea what The Rock's role is. To maybe just come down and, and do a promo for a half an hour. I guarantee you that's all it's going to be. Well, everyone's like, oh, he's going to interfere and do these things. Well, if he interferes in Roman's match, everyone's going to boo him. If he if he helps Roman win the title, people are going to crap on him. If Roman attacks The Rock, that's the only thing you could have done, is The Rock comes down, helps Roman, and then Roman attacks The Rock after he wins. Like, I didn't need your help, and you're the reason these people boo me all the time. That would be awesome. I mean, but, but, but then again, would a... Heel rock necessarily be a bad thing? I mean, some of his best work was as a heel. I mean, it's not like uh, you know. Yeah, I see. I think he's at the moment where you don't, you can't really make him a heel. But I'm saying if he attacked, you know, if Roman attacked him for trying to help Roman, then immediately the crowd's going to turn on Roman. Well, they'll already be against Roman, but they'll completely turn on Roman. And um. And if Roman starts saying how he hates The Rock and, you know, you won't get out of my face and, you know, all these things, you won't stop putting your nose in my business and I'm sick of living in your shadow type of deal. And everyone, everywhere I go, everyone says, you're not The Rock, you're a loser. And it's, he's like, well, I'm the champion, you know, that. So, and then if Roman goes into this whole I'm better than you attitude, that's, I would like that. But he, if he wins the title clean and everything is clean and WrestleMania ends, I mean, people are going to. That place may explode. I mean, WWE has to be aware of the amounts of people. That's why Roman isn't coming out from the friggin' top of the top of the place anymore. 
hey, listen, I got to run, guys, but you guys have been good, and I've enjoyed listening to this, and I'll check you out. And It's nice to actually meet Angry Cooter because I heard of him before. I can't believe he hasn't heard of me. What the hell is going on in this world? That's what I do. Bro, you got to just, just search me and, and pleasure yourself the rest of the night. Um, I love you guys. Good stuff. Um, I think the WrestleMania will be okay. NXT, I think, is going to blow the roof off everything. Um, I think the under. T- I think I really think Shane is going to lose. A lot of people think Shane's definitely winning. I actually think he's going to lose. Um, and there'll be something crazy that happens with the Wyatts, no doubt, at WrestleMania. And um, and there'll there'll be blood in at least two matches. And and I hope that that's all what happens. I leave you. Good night. And Steve, thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, it's great to finally be able to have you. I definitely will be able to, or might be uh, calling in for your uh, Sunday night of uh, WrestleMania review. Yeah, man, definitely do it. I'll be live after WrestleMania. There'll be thousands of people. It'll be, it'll be crazy. And I'll definitely come on your show again. Thank you. Take care. All right, keep it hard. <laughs> oh, I like that. And he's pretty cool. Oh, excuse me. But the next question I was going to ask, what, what do you think? From looking at the card for WrestleMania, guys, your match that steals the show going to be the best match on the card in your own your own premonition, thinking of how it's going to go down. Uh, let's start with uh, House of Reactions. What do you think is going to be the the match of matches, the show stealer for WrestleMania 32? Uh, pretty much WrestleMania 32. The match that I really feel is going to be a show stealer. Um, let's. I I don't really know how to feel because I was going to say like. Chris and Y2J, it could be the show stealer, but the thing about me, we've seen them wrestle three times. Not saying the match isn't entertaining, but I wish, like I said before, they add a little bit onto it. So we have a little bit of something extra to look forward to with that match. Um, I, I, I was thinking, even though they don't really have people I'm really interested in the latter match, I mean, it could be possible just because of the spots that they have in the match. Um, but the fact that there's nobody you really care about in the match, that kind of takes that away. I, for me, it's definitely not uh, Triple H and Roman. I, like, I hope they do something with that just to kind of like make everybody at least satisfied with it. But most likely, I feel it could be coming down to Dean and Brock or um, AJ and Chris Jericho. Actually, or I forgot about Shane and Undertaker. Uh, I don't know how that even slipped my mind, but yeah, I'll say that. Cooter? Oh, I'm the kind of guy who goes against the grain. I'm going to say this. The best built storyline of WrestleMania, in my opinion, thus far has been the triple threat for the women's title. The Divas title, excuse me. You know, We've seen Becky Lynch, Sasha, and Charlotte in a fatal four-way with Bailey and NXT. That match tore the house down. So I'm thinking the sleeper match, the one that some people are going to get up and take a piss over, is the one that is going to steal the show because I'm sure these girls have a lot to prove and this is their first mania and they want to make an impact this is going to be the main part for 
revolution. And let me explain something to you. If they don't come through in a big way, you know, we're going to be delegated to, you know, uh, Divas Battle Royals and Braun Panties matches all over again as opposed to quality women's wrestling. So I expect these bitches to put on a fucking five-star match and steal the show from the gents. That's what I'm thinking. And that's definitely what I'm hoping. Uh, I'm probably going to go with, though, for my own thoughts on show stealing. I'm going to go with Brasilizer Dean Ambrose uh, as mine. I think uh, that being a street fight, you know, selling itself, I think, uh, you know, as I said, I'll give my predictions to that match, but I just think overall that one definitely can take the cake and can overshadow even a Shane Undertaker with all the storylines woven there and even, of course, better than the world title match, which, you know, the way they built that one, though. And yeah, it's like, be better than that. the main thing I was even starting to look at, like I was telling you earlier before, um, a few others got on was uh, even just Wrestle, just having WrestleMania, and then you look at the matches, and it's like, okay, this has potential. And then you're looking at another match that says, oh, we may get one of these camera moments that we're just, it's just going to be one of those moments like, holy crap, this is happening. It's almost like I feel that, like, they've just really put a lot into, I don't know, like, this just, it feels like they put the most effort into Shane and the Undertaker, but. You know the WrestleMania hasn't really had much of a build-up, but I do feel, because I feel like Triple H may, may interfere just for that matter because, um, you know, Triple H, he, he goes out of power if Shane were to win. So then I'd, I'd say that leads into maybe Sean Austin going against the authority, doing something in there. I don't know, just having some type of uh, either nostalgic feel or maybe just one of those camera moments that you see in the ring. Sure, I, you know, as I said before earlier, I don't know if I know Kuda wasn't here yet, uh, but I did say that with the Shane Man Undertaker with everything going on, I thought that one definitely should have been picked to be the main event for WrestleMania 32, another title match. I still want to go with that, making me think that WWE does have something up their sleeve, maybe a rain heel turn or, or something in that kind of matter, but I would think that'd be the only reason to do, do, that, do that, in my own opinion. You know, if you're going to have the title match, especially it being Roman Reigns and Triple H, the buildup of it not being as good as it could have been, with everybody poo-pooing on Roman Reigns anyways, not wanting him to be the champion, even with some going for and wanting Triple H to retain. Why would you want Triple H to retain? He's supposed to be this heelish authority, this guy that gets heat anyways for being himself, whether he's Triple H the character or Paul Levesque in the, you know, in WWE that, you know, everybody thinks that he buries people, kind of like John Cena, that he, you know, got this business, that he's only in power because of his wife, yada, yada, he already gets this cheap heat. And yet some people, because now he's facing Roman Reigns, that they want Triple H to win and successfully defend the title. I don't I don't think that should be the case. I mean, yeah, I respect your opinion, but in this situation and how they tried to build up this match and try to have the fans on the side of Roman Reigns being this... Um, being this baby face, super baby face, to take down the mighty authority, that it would have worked, that it would have gotten at least some fans over on Reigns' side. But obviously it didn't, because you have those fans that also think that Roman Reigns just could be another, uh, excuse me, another John Cena, who's jumped out on the throat, could be champion, and all this other stuff, but you don't know 
what they're really planning. You can't. I mean, yes, it's okay to assume, foreshadow, and predict. I mean, that's what we're doing here tonight for for the shows. But you know, you got again, wait, wait and see what happens. You see how they book him, even when he is the champion. Technically, he's already been champion a couple of times. Actually, going to be technical about it. Yeah. Um. So, I, sorry, but um, I was actually going to say, how do you guys feel? about uh, Roman being a three-time champion within five months. That's like Vince Russo booking, where the title was changing hands every other fucking week. It's, it's, that's why I loved CM Punk's title reign for so... It was so long. It was... It needs to be done. I mean, the title needs to mean something. And you need to put it on the guy who's going to carry that. Roman's been carrying shit. Nobody wants him to have the belt. Unless you turn him heel, I mean, maybe people might start to get behind him a little bit. You know, because everybody likes to root for the bad guy. I mean, especially WrestleMania crowds and, you know, the crowds after major pay-per-views. I mean, it's bizarro world. You get these these people, they, they cheer for the heels and they boo the fuck out of the guys. That, that you're supposed to cheer. I mean, it's it's incredible. And, yeah, Roman, I hope you fix yourself a glass sandwich before WrestleMania with onions. You can have my slice of the pie. Really. I think it made sense for him to win the title there in Philly. You know, the same place that he got booed for the Royal Rumble. You know, to win that title at that point, I think it would have been a good, good, good idea for him to win the title, but even beyond that, I thought maybe it would have been best for business to steal that catchphrase for him to win the title back at WrestleMania last year. Just, just you know, pull the trigger and have him win then, not have Seth Rollins cash in, wait for that, maybe uh, the night after or later on, whenever. Um, obviously, you know, before the next Money in the Bank pay-per-view, of course. But, you know, save that for a little bit later. You know, hold that off a little bit. Then you could, you could have had something there. Have Reigns have a, have a somewhat successful title rate. You wouldn't have to have it... Um, this much in a short amount of time. And I think it would have been better for Roman Reigns, would have been better for WWE and for the WWE Universe as well, because that's what we're talking about right now, bitching about him being three-time champion already and already on, uh, to be a fourth. And that's why most people are jumping on him saying to be the next John Cena because he's winning these titles so frequently already and, and him being the ultra baby face. I don't know, like I said before, and I think something I smell something in the water. You know, I see something, smell something fishy. I think WWE has something, you know, under their skin that they, that they need to pull out when we get to that main event, and we just have to wait and see what that is, what that surprise return is, or shocking reveals, revelations, or whatever. If if it does happen at WrestleMania, like most of you guys here said, it probably should happen, and not wait till the night after on Raw. Yeah, like, uh, last year I actually thought the plan, or at least what I thought would be kind of cool and throw everybody off would be to, uh, go into the Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns match. It was, like, you, I can tell the way Roman was getting booed last year, it just seemed, like, from the way I hear the crowd, way worse than what it is this year, but it's still bad. But the way it was last year, it, to me, I, I thought it would have been kind of smart but then I don't really know where they would have went after that would have been 
because Paul Heyman and Brock, they're a good. Uh, you, you put them together, they're a good solid team. Like Paul Heyman, like works well as the mouthpiece of Brock. He pretty much uh, he he makes what Paul Heyman says reality. Like he is the beast. But then, how would it how would it have gone? Do you think if it were Paul Heyman turning on Brock Lesnar at last year's Mania to get Roman the World Heavyweight Title and turning him heel? And then going with the run after that. See, like I, I could see why you would want to say that, but I mean he's done that already. He did that to him in Brock's first run in WWE, where he turned on him and uh, helped the Big Show get the title. So I mean that's kind of been done. And the problem is if you take Paul Heyman the equation from Brock Lesnar. Then you got a one-dimensional character who can only go out there and kick ass. You you need the mouthpiece. He can't talk with a shit. I mean, the first couple of months where he first made his return, and you know the build-up with the match with him and John Cena, it was all segments, all like interview-style shit. You know where they could uh, cut and paste. You know the best parts of his uh, interview or program or whatever the fuck they were, you know they were doing the backstage segments and all that stuff. So, I mean, he, he can occasionally make a good line or, or, or ad-lib something. I mean, hell, Suplex City was an accident. It really was. But that's not something you're going to get out of him on a regular basis. You're not going to get gold out of Brock Lesnar. So if you take away his mouthpiece, you take away a big portion of Brock Lesnar. Because, I mean, let's be honest. I love Brock. I can watch him all day. But, I mean, he's become just basically uh, a punch, kick, and, and suplex machine. Whereas in his first run, he was putting on quality wrestling matches with guys like Kurt Angle and so on and so forth. So, I mean, you just – the character he plays now, he needs that mouthpiece because he can't do it alone. I mean, you talk about a guy that after fights in the UFC was struggling, you know. He got himself in trouble after a fight for – saying, screw Coors Light, I'm going to drink a butt, or whatever the hell it was. You know, he totally shit on the sponsor in his post-match fight interview, and it was like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You come from an entertainment background, and you're pretty much burying yourself. So, yeah, I, I like the idea, but if it hadn't already been done, I would say go for it, but I couldn't see them doing that. Yeah, it's, it's most likely it's it, it's you kind of look at it like it, it's it could be a good idea, but then the consequences are like what you really have to worry about. Like, who we? All right, guys, let's get into the predictions for WrestleMania. We definitely have enough matches to go through, so let's start off with the uh, least interesting one, I guess. <laughs> The third annual Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. You guys think he's going to win and why? Let's start with uh, the angry one, Angry Cooter. Pass. I really don't care about this match. I don't even know who the fuck is in it. I mean, all right, I'll, I'll pull the name out of the hat and I'm going to say uh, Kane. Okay. How's your reactions? Um, um, I, I, I don't really know because it. With like the first year they had the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, 
Like it, it really did, like you guys were saying earlier, seem like it was going to mean something, but I don't know. It, it just, I really can't call a winner either. I'm going to say, um, I would say Cesaro, and I've heard he's coming back soon, but I know it's already been done, but I don't know. I'm just going to say Cesaro. So. Okay. And for me, I'm going to go... Um, I'm going to go with Curtis Axel. I'm going to go with Curtis Axel as my official pick. I know I was talking earlier about uh, him and between him and Damian Sandow, uh, but I'm gonna, my prediction is going to be uh, going with Curtis Axel to win the third annual Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Uh, next up, uh, the Usos versus the Dudley Boys, a match just to have, just to have on the pre-show, just because you can. So whatever, we just put them together. <laughs> the Usos versus the Dudleys. Cooter, uh, who do you have winning and uh, why? I, I have a feeling they're going to give it to the Usos, but I'd love to see the Dudleys get the win because they've they've basically become jobbers, and I think they deserve better than that. I mean, Bubba Ray Dudley has more charisma in his pinky than, than either of the fucking Usos in, combined. So yeah, they're going to give it to the Usos, but I really want the Dudleys. They, they deserve a, a nice little win. I, I would say that, but I'm going to go ahead and be the eyeball and say the Dudleys win because I don't think they need to really go any deeper into having them uh, constantly lose matches and just, I, I don't know, it's just the way they're booking the Dudleys, like, it's almost like they don't really matter anymore. So I think they really need that win. So I'm going to go on the odd side and I'm going to say the Dudleys. I don't think it's an odd side because I agree. I'm going to go with the Dudley boys as well winning winning this match. And I do think a little bit that they need it, especially them coming back. And you would think with them coming back that they would be, if not, you know, team champions already, uh, at least a little bit something more than what they've been. But then again, maybe they're coming back just to be like a Jericho and putting over younger talent. And the plan never was for them to be team champions or uh, even in that, um, in that realm, even though they were. Uh, battling for it, but I'm going to go with the Dudley boys here, at least, uh, getting the win over the Usos. <clears throat> Excuse me, next match, we're going to go to uh, the Total Divas versus Team Bad and or Team Bad and Blonde, I guess they're calling themselves here, the Divas match there, I guess, which we found out raw, the, the mystery partner for the Total Divas being Eva Marie, which is a whole other subject in itself, but uh, first of the predictions, uh, what do you think you're going to win and, and why in that one, Cooter? Oh, God. I'm just going to say Team Divas just because I think they're going to want to, you know, oh, look, the Team Divas won, so let's get some viewers for the show. It's just a way to put their show over so they can draw some ratings towards it. Because, you know, next season is going to be some build-up you know, because they're always a few months behind. So, oh, let's show them the build-up to the Mania match and this and that and blah, 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 blah. So, all team divas. Yeah. Um, I've uh, been seeing there's uh, one article that actually went around uh, talking about Brie has actually said that she will be, like, leaving the night after Mania. So, I figured knowing that would be their la her last match, plus being uh, – a part of the Bella Twins who they push so heavily in the Divas division. And plus Eva Marie who I don't they probably still have that feeling of wanting to be her 
wanting her to be their top diva or whatever, but that's not going to work. But just the fact that they want to keep pushing her, I feel like that's just that's just going to lead them to letting Total Divas win also. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to go with uh, Team Total Divas and even more so. I think it's going to be for uh, even Maria to shine a little bit and Brie Bell to get the win, you know, for her send-off in a, in, a, in a, I guess, big match for her in a way. And, you know, just going out in that way, even, well, obviously in a less sense than going out as a champion, but this makes more sense than having her as Diva champion for a short time, you know, just to give it up. So I think uh, this one might actually be better for her. And um, with this match being put together, it is just, you know, to get ratings for Total Divas and help them out there. That's why I thought Mandy was going to be that surprise mystery partner person more than even Marie because with her being the newest one. But I'm sure she's still green in the ring. So, uh, but I'm going to go with uh, Team Total Divas. Not so much, Papa. Not so much. I'm telling you, she had that house show match in, in NXT against Asuka. Asuka's a stiff bitch to work with. And uh, let me tell you something. Eva Marie actually impressed me, so I, I want to give her a chance. I really do. I mean, she uh, she held her own and then some. And you know what? Against somebody who's as polished as Asuka, that's no easy task. So I, I got to give her a chance. I, uh, you know, she, she's earned a second look. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I know one match doesn't erase, a, you know, a career where the shit storms, but it deserves a second look. Next match is uh, the New Day versus the League of Nations. What do you think? Who do you got and why? New Day? Don't be sour. Yes, uh, as much as I'm not the biggest fan of either team. I, do, I, I understand that the New Day, they're over as over as it gets, and the crowd loves them. Uh, personally, uh, I know they weren't, the three of these guys weren't really going anywhere separately, but once they beca- uh, came together and pretty much had the New Day gimmick going, it got over, and now they're, pr- they're in a pretty solid spot on the card. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to say the New Day plus the League of Nations, I'd yeah, I just have no interest in what they do whatsoever. And for me, I'm going to go with the New Day, uh, even though the titles aren't even aligned, whether they would have been or not. Uh, I'll go with the New Day uh, over attack. Yeah, I don't see them losing the League of Nations, especially specifically the way Barrett, who should be leaving WWE in June. Uh, so definitely going with the New Day there. Uh, next match being the first title match to talk about them for WrestleMania, the United States Championship. Kalisto versus Ryback, the United States Championship. Uh, we have winning and why, Cooter? Oh, you know, I would I would love to see Ryback just squash this dude. I mean, Kalisto is so great to watch in the ring, but it's that Rey Mysterio shit all over again. I mean, look, he's he's exciting to watch. He's he's like, I I can't say enough good things about him, but like. Any fight that I've ever seen in my life, a guy the size of Ryback is not getting beat by a five foot nine luchador. I, I, I don't give a shit. I mean, it, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, Rey Mysterio winning the world heavyweight title drove me fucking nuts. I mean, you're in a sea of monsters. All right, great. Damien, Damien versus Goliath. I get it. But, I mean, Damien versus a midget? Goliath versus the midget, I mean, come on. Enough is enough. 
They're going to go with Kalisto, and I'm going to want to put the bullet in my mouth. Just saying. Yeah. Um, right, right back, I really don't see anything going for him. I mean, I, I'm personally, I'm not a fan of Ryback, but it just, uh, he, he doesn't connect with me very well, and I don't think he connects with the rest of the audience either. Um, Kalisto, like you said, people enjoy watching him. Kalisto is a great in-ring talent, and I think he has what it takes to hold on to that title a little bit longer, so I think uh, the booking is going in his favor. Yeah, I would... I mean, part of me is, you know, this one's kind of hard for me because just thinking of the way WWE's thinking and just them trying to repackage Ryback and the new look and all that other stuff that maybe they want to push him, meaning then they have him win here at WrestleMania, have his WrestleMania moment and win the United States Championship. But I think that'd be a little bit too fast, too soon for me. And I think maybe WWE might be holding that off a little bit longer, if that makes any sense. I'm going to go with uh, Kalisto as well to successfully defend his United States Championship there, but I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at all, really, if uh, Ryback ends up winning because then, like I just said, you know, I mean that they are, you know, with this new look and new attitude and him Ryback being the new Ryback, I guess. But they want to push him and and see if he goes and have him as the next U.S. U.S. champion. And and I know they're trying to push these mid mid card titles. You know, John Cena did all right when he was the United States champion and that weekly uh, challenge and all that other stuff. But now with this Kalisto Ryback, maybe they might think Ryback could be the one to continue that. Whether you agree or disagree, you know, that's just the way that they're thinking there. Next one, Intercontinental Championship match, uh, the ladder match, Kevin Owens, champion, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, Zack Ryder, Sin Cara, The Miz, and Stardust. Uh, who do you think is going to get the win here, uh, Gooder? If Kevin Owens does not win this match, then... WWE creative should all well. It's not WWE creative. It's it's obviously the guys in charge should just you know jump off a fucking roof. Um, maybe we could put them in Ultimate Mortal Kombat three in the pit and they can you know fall off, you know land on a bunch of spikes or the spinny wheel or whatever it was that year. That that's that's what I'm saying. Kevin Owens, I'm, I'm picking, and he needs to win his match. I mean, he has had an incredible year. It's his first WrestleMania. Uh, this is a guy you can, you know, have a future with in the company. And if if you have him jobbing out to a bunch of scrubs like Sin Cara or Zack Ryder or The Miz or fucking God, who the hell else is in this thing? Who, it's Stardust. I mean, all right, I don't really have a problem with Stardust being in there. But, look, Sami Zayn should not be winning a title in his first WWE pay-per-view. Dolph Ziggler is not exactly relevant these days in terms of big wins. So, let's go KO. Fight Owens, fight, motherfucker. Yeah, there really aren't any people to uh, that you really care about because Dolph Ziggler, I know they're done with him. Um, or at least it doesn't seem like he's going to get any type of interesting shot anytime soon. Um, Stardust, I don't see winning the title. He's stuck in the loop. There's, like, everybody in the match except, it seems, Zayn and Owens are pretty much credible to take that Intercontinental Championship win. So I'm going to go ahead and leave it between the two of them. Okay, and uh, for me, uh, Kevin Owens would be the odds-on favorite. 
Sami Zayn, maybe. You know, I wouldn't be surprised, but I think it would just be too early. He'd not be on the right main roster. And already winning a Kevin Owens, I think you're you know, have him chase and maybe get the title at the Money in the Bank or, or something at that point. But, but we'll see. So I'm going to go with Kevin Owens retain because I don't see Ziggles, Dolph Ziggle, Ziggler, there winning it. Uh, Sin Cara, heck no. The Miz, no. Zack Ryder's there to be there, which is cool. I, you know, I'm still a fan of his, but, you know, there's no way he's going to be winning it. Stardust, you know, Cody Rhodes Stardust. You know, it'd be cool to see him as champion, just not the time, nor really as a sort of Stardust gimmick. I don't see being a champion of any kind. I mean, if he does go back to Cody Rhodes at some point in the future, maybe then, but not uh, right now. So I'm going to go. I agree with everybody there. Kevin Owens to retain the IC, the IC title. Like I said, I don't see any of the other ones really, really having a prayer. Um, the next one, we go to, <clears throat> excuse me, Divas Championship match, Triple Threat, Charlotte versus Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. Uh, who do you think you got for this one? Twitter? Oh, man, you know, I, I, I can't pick. But I'm going to say Sasha Banks just because. You know, it seems that that's who everyone's getting behind. But you know what? We can't have everybody who we want to win win every match. I mean, Becky Lynch is insanely popular. So if you're talking in terms of dollars, you know, she could kind of draw a crowd. She sells some merch. I don't know. I'm going to go Tasha Banks because I think uh, this is going to be a turning point for Charlotte because it's going to be, all right, I got to get rid of my dad because he's holding me back, and his bullshit just ain't flying no more. So, Sasha for the win, baby. Um, the outcome of this match, uh, really, no, no matter who uh, wins this match, I can say I'll be pretty much satisfied with the outcome. Um, it seems like WWE's, like Sasha is pretty much the, the money right now that they're going to go with. And, uh, like, Becky, I do like Becky, but it just seems like at the moment, it, it just feels like it's Sasha's time. So, I'm going to go with her. Okay. And for me, I, you know, I've been saying it for months now since SummerSlam, actually. thinking, I'm uh, looking forward all the way here to WrestleMania. That it would be Sasha Banks being the one to take the championship off Charlotte. So, I can't really change my mind now. So, I'm going to go with that. Sasha Banks to become the new Divas champion. Maybe a promo next round Raw to have a women's title. I mean, I know I keep clamoring about that, but I really think that would be a, a next step in this uh, supposed diva revolution uh, to get back the women's title. If not getting back the old title, but having a new look, 2016 version, so to speak, of the women's title, I think would be a good step forward in that regard. Uh, but in the match itself, I'm going to go with Sasha Banks to be the new Divas champion. Excuse me. Uh, next match, AJ Styles versus Chris Jericho. Uh, big match coming up. I know with uh, blow off going to be hopefully and probably the final match uh, for Jericho and his little stand here back in WWE. Unless maybe he may stay a little bit longer. If anything, the Raw after to congratulate or, or whatever, or for the WWE to write him off again uh, of WWE television. But uh, I know I'm looking forward to it. But what do you guys think uh, for predictions? I uh, angry Cooter if you're still there. Now, what do you think? AJ Styles versus uh, Chris Jericho. I'm going to go AJ Styles just because I think uh, Jericho's only there to do jobs. And 
AJ Styles has got a he needs he needs a good win so we can uh, get him into a different program. I mean, they're teasing him with a Kevin Owens feud. You know, they they had a triple threat match not too long ago in the house show with uh, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, and uh, uh, AJ Styles. So, I mean, if you lose to Chris Jericho, it's not like you're going to get a uh, Intercontinental Title run. So, I'm gonna go AJ Styles. Um, on my part, um, it seems pretty clear that it's about that time uh, Jericho uh, heads out again. AJ, I mean, the, the way the rivalry is being, it, it's, I know Jericho's there to put over like uh, the talent that's going to be there for the next few years, but it, it, it is kind of crazy to see him lose like four times in a row. You figure they give Jericho some type of leverage over AJ in some capacity, but... Um, yeah, it's pretty much a, a no-doubter that uh, AJ's going to walk out victorious. Yeah, I agree 100%. AJ Styles getting the win. Jericho just doing the job. Probably, you know, to, uh, right after. But should be a good match. But definitely AJ Styles to get the win. Uh, now we're on to the three co-main events, so to speak. Um, at least in terms of booking and just in uh, match intrigue. But let's start off with the no-holds-barred street fight between Lunatic Fringe, Dean Ambrose, and the Beast, Barack Lesnar. Uh, we have in, in this one, I want to, uh, Andrew Cooter. You know what? I'm going to have to go with the Beast because, uh, seriously, it's Brock Lesnar. It's Suplex City, bitch. And uh, Dean Ambrose is going to uh, take a little bit of a trip down to Suplex City. He's going to meet the mayor, just happens to be Brock Lesnar. And uh, you know what? They get suplexed to the ring about 6,000 times. He's going to get hit with some shit. You know, he's going to get some spots in there. But seriously, uh, Dean's uh, push is over. Depending on who's going to win that uh, WWE title match, which I'm pretty sure we're, we're all sure it's going to be Roman Reigns, uh, I think they're going to push for a little bit of a Brock Lesnar Roman Reigns too for SummerSlam. That's what I'm saying. Um, with me, um, I think Dean, uh, he, he's going to have the moment in this match, I feel, that, that he's going to have um, the crowd behind him because you know they're both over as baby faces. So I think Dean's going to have that moment when the crowd's like, okay, let's go, Dean. Brock's going to have his moment where the crowd's behind him, but overall I do see Brock coming out on top. Uh, because then again, going back to Brock beating The Undertaker, I don't think uh, Dean's character is really up to that point yet of coming to beat uh, Brock Lesnar. So I feel like Brock's taking that. Okay. Um, I was just going to ask you guys, uh, how's your reactions there? Um, you guys uh, both, at least from what I see from, from your videos and the reactions from Raws and everything, great content. Uh, but uh, would I be correct in assuming that both you and your girl there are, uh, are uh, Brock Lesnar fans over Dean Ambrose fans? Uh, yes. Okay. Just checking. Uh, for me, I'm going to go with... Uh, me and my fandom, and uh, my guy, uh, Dean Ambrose. I think Dean Ambrose is going to be getting the win. I just, 
I don't know. I just seen this being his breakout moment, not just in in the match quality. You know, cause it's gonna be a great match, and him being with Brock Lesnar in itself almost made him a made man in WWE. Uh, but I think him needing, I think he really needs a win. To be quite honest, um, you know, he lost his feud to Wyatt. I know we were talking about that earlier with how how that ended there in that uh, oh, so match. Um, so this one with Brock Lesnar, yeah, lost one wouldn't be terrible if you just thought of it in a regular feud, but the way things have been booked for Ambrose and being close to the title and uh, almost winning the Royal Rumble and how they booked that and, and everything else, I think this would be his, not just WrestleMania moment, but almost like career moment in a way, think about it in, in that way of thinking, just again, my personal opinion, um, for him to, to, to get over the proverbial hump and, and get the win and then uh, go from there because I have a feeling I know Cooter was talking about a Brock Lesnar uh, versus Roman Reigns, too, at uh, SummerSlam. I'm thinking we're going to get that Shield triple threat at SummerSlam that we were supposed to get here at WrestleMania. But, you know, Seth Rollins had to, had to fuck that up with getting injured, even though it's just, you know, shit happens. But, um, you know, Seth Rollins being back uh, on that time and, and, you know, getting right back into the mix for the title um, from what he said from the, when he won his Slammy Award that night and everything. You know, they'll bring that back and it would be too hard to put him into there. You know, it'll only take one promo to do it when he comes back. And by then, you know, maybe you'll have a feud already started with Reigns and Ambrose. You'll just have, you'll throw Seth Rollins in there, have that shield set at SummerSlam, and maybe the show's still there, and blow the roof off, uh, off the place at SummerSlam. So, uh, I'm going to be going with Barack, with uh, Dean Ambrose, sorry, Dean Ambrose, over Brock Lesnar um, in the street fight. Uh, but Brock Lesnar, you know, it's not, you know, it's going to be one of those to you know, still make him look good, too, you know. You're not just going to have him uh, clean pin, you know, he's going to get stuck under something, or, or however, and, you know, whatever, <laughs> WB uh, books it, uh, but either way, I got uh, Dean Ambrose, uh, in the one having his uh, one shining moment, so to speak, and uh, it's really uh, going from there, in my opinion. Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker, Hell in the Cell, if Shane McMahon wins, he gets control of Monday Night Raw, pretty much WWE, The Undertaker loses. It'll be his last match at WrestleMania. Um, you know, it's about Mr. McMahon. Raw, who do you think is going to get this one, Cooter? I really can't call this one. I mean, this can really go either way. Are we going to have a changing of the guard and Shane McMahon is going to be uh, running Raw, or are we going to get The Undertaker, another pointless victory for him? I don't know. Um... I mean, there's a lot of loopholes. I mean, Shane McMahon could always uh, get control of Raw and say, well, you know what? I run Raw now, so I can bring the Undertaker back. I mean, we could always do that. So, I mean, if I'm a betting man, I'm going to say Shane McMahon just because I, I think it's time that we have a, a change. I know the uh, the streak's over, so for the Undertaker, I know it's not really like, wins and losses really count for him anymore, but it is still like kind of hard to see them giving him another loss at WrestleMania. But uh, I, don't, I don't know. Um, Shane, I, I'm going to say Shane because I feel like they could always reinstate The Undertaker if he were to lose, or Shane could do it with him being in power. So, um, and plus, um, I've been hearing things, The Undertaker... Um, I've heard he's had uh, he has uh, dates app like post WrestleMania to wrestle, um, and he's even said himself like he feels that 
he actually has like at least a year or two left in him, which I believe he's done next year. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say Shane comes out victorious. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Shane McMahon as well. Uh, you know, being a huge fan of the Undertaker, um, but just the way things are going, I have you know Shane McMahon winning. Now, will he really actually be here for a long haul? Who knows? But you know, shake things up. Maybe we'll get that brand split. Everybody's been assuming or thinking that could happen. I wouldn't mind it. I know in previous episodes I've been talking about how much I would want that to happen. Bring back the world title, um, and and have that have that brand split. Uh, maybe then you can actually uh, build up some more superstars there on SmackDown. Build up SmackDown itself. Uh, also, maybe going live for SmackDown would be a great help. But uh, specifically for this match, I'm going to go with Shane McMahon. Uh, getting the win over to Undertaker, and the next night, of course, you know, Undertaker being reinstated, maybe um, there's a, a segment with, with Shane and Undertaker, you know, Shane, you know, reinstates him, quote, unquote, whatever, for WrestleMania, and already starts a one-year build, so to speak, with maybe Sting or something, I don't know, who knows, uh, or John Cena, John Cena come back, you know, I know people thought, or rumoring, was, there was rumor that he was going to be back on the Raw on the go-home show, but that obviously didn't happen, maybe they're saving that for the Raw after, I'm coming up next week and uh, having something there. It'll be a second time. He's used to it. You have a full year build like they did for him in The Rock. It's a quote-unquote once-in-a-lifetime. That was twice in a lifetime. But anyways, um, going with Shane McMahon over The Undertaker. Now for the title match, I can assume uh, Triple H versus Roman Reigns. I can assume that uh, both of you are going to go with with Roman Reigns. Am I uh, correct? Yeah. Hell no. Now you're going to Triple H. I'm gonna go Triple H. I'm gonna I'm gonna really go against the grain. Okay. I think Roman is getting screwed out of the title again at Mania, and you know who's gonna screw him? The motherfucking Rock. We haven't heard shit about what his whole agenda is and what he's gonna be doing at Mania. He's gonna be there. He's gonna screw that motherfucker out of the title. Mark my words. You heard it here first, motherfuckers. Me. I called it. Nobody else. That's true, because pretty much everybody's been uh, been saying Roman Reigns. Uh, but I was going to say, if you both were going to agree there, uh, then really what to talk about is what do you, what do you think, what do you predict uh, is going to be uh, interferences or big uh, twists uh, to happen during this, this match, if anything. Hooter? Well, cops kind of stated that already, didn't I? I mean, I think The Rock is going to screw his nephew over or whatever the fuck his relationship is with him. That's that's the only real shocking way. And and you know what? At the end of the day, if he was to get screwed over by The Rock, maybe, maybe it'll get him over. I, I don't know. With the crowd, I mean. I mean, they have tried every little thing to really get the crowd on his side. And if that's what they really want to do, let's try something really extreme. I mean, we had Daniel Bryan shaking his hand. We had him uh, get beat up by Triple H. We've tried everything. It's just not working. So let's try something that's really going to shock you. And I think The Rock turning on him and screwing him out of the title in some way, shape, or form might start to be like, Okay, this is this is something interesting. Maybe I can get behind this. Um, I'm gonna kind of go a little bit of the uh, opposite direction. Um, 
I, I, I kind of feel like Roman's going to come out on top. I know there will be uh, some screw-overs. Some, uh, I definitely see The Rock interrupting. Uh, actually, just because uh, it's his best friend, I can see Shawn Michaels coming out to help Triple H. I can um, see a lot of this going down, and I feel like it would uh, be... Well, it's at the point where fans really hate Roman right now, so but like you might as well give them a reason to really hate Roman. So pretty much you could have The Rock help Roman win the title, and then you could have Roman like turn on The Rock, just go on and say, "I did it myself. I didn't need anybody's help. Like I am your rightful champion," and go on and go with his reign. So I'm gonna go ahead and say Roman. I was just thinking, um, you know, I know what I've always, you know, I already said I went with Roman Reigns and thinking that, you know, whatever is going to happen, whether it's a heel turn or whatever is going to happen, the Raw after. Um, but, you know, another thing that could happen and whatever is maybe Shane Man being the one to screw over Roman Reigns, uh, not just The Rock or something. You know, I'm trying to think out of the box, something like out of nowhere. Um you know, I think even more out of nowhere than that would be someone making a big return and interfering in this match. Um, but, you know, that's just, you know, going crazy and that, and that kind of thinking. But I don't know. Either way, you know, like I said, WrestleMania is going to be going to be good. It might not be the best ever, but I think it's going to be a lot better than most are already assuming. Um, but like I said, we'll wait and see how things go, how things are booked, and maybe it'll be good. Maybe it will be the... Just as people are thinking, but we'll definitely we'll definitely find out when we get to get to that point. I mean, we'll we'll hope for the best, assume the worst, and see you know if we can get to a coming out of, of a good show. Um, but uh, I thank you guys uh, for being on the on the show. Uh, you're welcome to plug your plug your shit and uh, any last thoughts uh, on anything, whether it's in Dallas or WrestleMania. Gooder. Uh well you know what you can follow me on Twitter I might fuck with you back if you if you troll me uh at angry underscore cooter and uh like uh my show on Facebook that a Copling's also on uh go to Facebook dot com slash main event marks give us a like all our uh, episodes are on there all our links and all that bullshit as for WrestleMania I say fuck it. I just want to know who wins to see if I win the prediction battle. Because I'll be watching The Walking Dead because Negan's coming and he's bringing his bitch Lucille. Yeah, coming for me. Um, it was fun being on the podcast. Glad you invited me. Um, as far as uh, TakeOver go and WrestleMania goes, definitely watching TakeOver. Um, I'm like... The stuff I'm filled in for, I already know I'm going to be excited about that. The things you guys have pretty much informed me about, I'm going to definitely be looking out for that. Um, WrestleMania, I'm really hoping they do. They really pull this off and do something good with it. And that's about it for me. I appreciate you uh, inviting me on here. And... Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I uh, definitely you can uh, check them out, House of Reactions, here on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash House of Reactions. Uh, they do live reactions, uh, pretty much everything. Uh, WWE, also other other content that they do that they talk about on their channel that I've seen um, as their channel uh, slowly grows, and I see it uh, growing even immensely 
here after WrestleMania as well. Um, and also, Main Event Marks is going to be tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern on YouTube, youtube.com slash Main Event Marks. Uh, we'll be talking everything from uh, NXT Dallas, WrestleMania, Evolve, ROH, you know, all things pro wrestling. And we'll give our predictions, and uh, we'll see if uh, if Angry Cooter can uh, can get the win or if I'll just stop a mud hole and everybody Ooh. will get dry. Ooh, ooh, not happy. We'll see. But thanks uh, everybody to watch live and those that will be watching archived. Uh, well, you can follow me on Twitter at w underscore podcast at talking packers at talking underscore packers for for the uh, NFL show that I do at politics underscore wi where I talk politics. So right now, national politics for the 2016 presidential election. Excuse me, presidential election. I'm about to say there. Um, I don't have a podcast for it. I sometimes do videos. But, uh, out there and then my personal at army underscore strong underscore zero six and like always check me out youtube.com slash user slash queen zero eight obviously here um, and all my other content uh, share this video subscribe if you're new and uh, as always take care <laughs>